1: We talk about the Women's National Team We were there for their Send off Well you were there uh, I, was with, I was there for the Media Day along with you And yeah. Twitter trying to Get verified We'll find that office <laughs> Don't you worry about it And then we also Talk about going to the Game and how dope That was And we got to watch Our
2: bestie play a Little bit At least sitting In the, in uh, sit in the bench But she hugged us Yeah
0: right. we <laughs> got
2: hugged, Baby And in the second Segment we are joined By this man right next To me Matt Doyle of MLSsoccer.com He's Classing here for real. it up. Classing it up yes. uh, We need it Alright because we, Obviously we said a very messy show. So <laughs> uh so we have a great time with Matt talk about a lot of stuff and answer a bunch of Gully Squad questions. So all this and yeah. more. But we also find out why you won't
1: marry Andrew Weebe <laughs> and more on this episode of the Kooligans.
3: Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in US soccer that is more important than the Cooligans.
1: Yeah, baby! All right, guys, this is a little different. Okay, we didn't want you to go an episode without the "Hey, baby," but unfortunately, something happened, and the first five or six minutes of audio of this podcast is completely missing. Tim did everything good to try to find it he went to the board he got the backup audio he went and got the video everything and it is completely gone so you will not get the first five minutes of this episode but I'll tell you what was on there it was us thanking you guys for being the best fans in the world and being here for the first 200 episodes we're so happy to be sharing our 200th episode with you and hopefully the next 200 are amazing it was awesome it was emotional we shared stories Christian cried he ripped his shirt off he ran around the room I had to console him okay honestly I'm glad you you're not even getting those first few minutes cuz a little embarrassing uh you know i think he went a little overboard uh to be completely honest and uh, honestly i think there's there's people that are involved that are at the top that caused this to happen. I'm not going to suggest who it is, but I think we all know who we're talking about. Um, it, with all <laughs> all jokes aside, Tim apologizes. He wishes that he could find uh, or get back those uh, minutes, but we can't. So you didn't miss anything because as soon as we thanked you guys, we went straight to talking about who's going to be on the show and then the uh, reviews of our podcast. Uh, so let's get to that now. Uh, right after this, a quick note here. You're going to start to hear us talk about the fact that Matt Doyle is going to be on the show, right? Now.
2: <laughs> so Matthew Doyle, Matt Doyle uh will be here uh in the, in our next segment. He's going to be in in the studio. studio. It's crazy. He's we're just a we're huge fans of Matt Doyle and if you don't know Matt uh Matt Doyle just uh what are you I, doing? I, if you listen to the show and don't know who Matt Doyle is that's insane to me because he's he is one of the like MLS kind of OGs. He's just uh uh like still like still do, like it's not even
1: an OG. It's like he's it feels like he's been there since the beginning. It feels like he was one of the people holding up the, you know, cutting the
2: ribbon. At sure.
1: MLS, it just seems like he knows everything about that's ever he happened knows that,
2: Yeah, he's very much, uh, you know, like um, a, 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 a warg, right? From from Bran, like Bran in Game of Thrones. You know, he kind he kind of sees what he sees the, the past and the future. Yeah, <laughs> the dude knows everything about uh, there is. Uh, well, it
1: just tells what's gonna happen, <laughs> Bran.
2: <laughs> okay, Matt, Matt Dora is gonna be the king of MLS yeah. at some point. <laughs> so the uh, also, so that's, uh, so we're excited about that. So uh, let, w- there's a bunch of stuff to talk. About we've, we've had insane weeks uh, But usually you know We always start the show by showing love To the people who show love to us yeah. on uh, iTunes reviews thank you so much we're currently At 455 reviews we're going for that 500 we're getting there baby We're so close help us out L- You Come listener on. Um. So, uh, And I'll say it again
1: if you listen to the show and you haven't left us a five-star review. Yes. What is you doing? <laughs>
2: Come uh, on. Yes. So the, there is uh Okay. So I want to read this review because uh, this, it was great. And this is also... I had mentioned her name. I, I'm pretty sure this is her. I, uh, hopefully I'm not wrong, but I think I was just, uh I mentioned Leanne from Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, last week I had mentioned because uh, she she felt bad she hadn't left a review. Right. Then she so she did she kept her word. Uh, so, uh, so she goes. So this is the uh, the subject says my number one weapon against aging and blending too far into suburbia. <laughs> All right. <this> wow. Is, <laughs> so this is better than any. Uh, you know. This is a we're a face cream. <laughs> a cream. Yeah. Any, you like, know those masks people put on. like the they, face mask. Yeah. That make people look like scary movie. <laughs> That's what we this are. This is we're better. Than any wrinkle remover you can you can get at Sephora.
1: We're we you know what we we tether you to your youth.
2: <laughs> okay, we make you feel young again. Oh yeah. right? <laughs> no, my god, everything's starting to get moist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean, who knows why? We don't know. We didn't say what body part. Yeah, I uh, know. I mean, your skin <laughs> is revitalizing. So there's a warmth
1: you feel inside.
2: <laughs> so uh okay so this uh so the 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 review is um uh, i first learned of the Cooligans because i'm a total soccer show subscriber well i feel bad for her i mean uh, anyway i'm kidding uh so it says i first learned of the Cooligans because i'm a total soccer show subscriber i'm pleased to say uh i enjoy not only the soccer chat and the humor but also the cultural topics that come up on the show while i'm still a midwestern midwestern mom driving around in a minivan this podcast helps me widen my perspective even though it has some Fairly bizarre ways of doing so <laughs> Hey, <laughs> trust the process <laughs> Okay the, it's a, it, it, You got there, right? I, it doesn't matter <laughs>
1: Sometimes you take a couple turns, okay? Scratch up the, uh, the minivan a little bit <laughs> we,
2: Off-roading <laughs> <laughs> We inspire in different ways, you yeah. know? Okay, I, I, she continues She goes If you, like me, wish to pretend for an hour That you are the gulliest And not that, that, uh, that quote, that soccer mom in a minivan The cooligans just might be for you no Comedy club language and topics are included I don't listen with my kids around Use your judgment Okay. uh,
1: Also,
2: yes. Okay, Okay. you're still a
1: responsible mom,
2: so that's that's good. That's pretty dope. So, we haven't influenced you
1: that much. Okay. You ain't the gulliest mom ever. You ain't putting the little headphones on the kids while they sleep just to make sure they wake up a little gullier than when they went to bed. You know what I mean? Kid wakes up playing dice in the bathroom.
2: All right. I'm like, that's that's like. Mom, what happened while I was sleeping? (laughs) What do I feel different? I made you a man. That's what happened. Or a woman. Yeah, or a woman. All right, we're skipping the bar mitzvah. Hell yeah.
1: No need for any of these, you know, celebrations. This right here. Manhood. Womanhood.
2: So I, thank you so much uh, for the, the for the
1: review, uh, Leanne. That means the world. I got one from Hoffman FC. He said, because you called me out, that's the title. Yes. Five stars, of course, because you know if it's not five stars, we don't we don't talk about it. Right? Yo. My guys here called me out on the newest pod. I've been listening without ever reviewing and rating the pod, but I ain't embarrassed. I'm just lazy as hell. <laughs> but for real, shouts to y'all. This gully, hilarious, mostly only face mushing <laughs> podcast is on point. Definitely five, definitely five stars. Also, shouts to Alexis for being a game show host. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, add it to the resume. What I love about this is if you don't know anything about this show and you say to yourself, let me go to the reviews. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you read... But for real Shouts to y'all This gully hilarious Most only Face-mushing podcast Is on point You'd say to yourself I feel like I know less About the show now
2: This is the worst Netflix bio I've ever seen I don't know what's going on Was this a weird Google translation? (laughs) I don't know They translated it From Dutch, I think Yeah, but He's right though We are the only We are I mean, by far I mean,
1: you find me As someone that's less That's more only And I'll be like, yo
2: so, thank you. Uh, help us get to five hundred. Leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Uh, it, it helps more people hear about the show. So that's uh, that's how we, we're trying to sp- spread the uh, the gully word. Yeah, we're trying to spread the gully around. <laughs> so, you uh, let your kids listen. <laughs> what happened to the teacher? Did he ever get fired? That <laughs> yeah, we have to check in on our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> See if they still have their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about. Uh, A a bunch of things going on uh, In in the world of soccer Um, Obviously The U.S. Women's National Team We we had I mean The the Women's National Team Took over New York City They 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 put on a show Yes And and, and, and In Rebel Arena Yeah In Times Square Yeah uh, uh, They they were there They're everywhere now Their
1: faces are Literally everywhere Correct I'll tell you this I walked in To have a meeting And there was a building With an empty storefront The meeting lasted an hour. It was our phone call. Remember the phone call? Yeah. I walked out of that phone call. That entire storefront was like, I think 25 foot. Uh, windows in the front mm-hmm. Completely covered In women's national team. It's like They put it They're like is almost done Hurry
2: up it <laughs> It's been a nice surprise out. For Alexis. <laughs> yeah,
1: it freaked me out All of a sudden There's a 75 foot Alex Morgan <laughs> Staring at me Kristen Press Is kind of in the shadow Looking at me With those eyes I'm like Holy It was amazing and It's like Everywhere I turn There's something else For the women's national team yeah. For this world it,
2: cup It's it, 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 I mean uh, that's how you hype up the, you know, not only the city, but the world, right? That's I, how you get juices flowing, you get, speaking. I, everybody's <laughs> like, yo, they're everywhere. Oh my God, you
1: turn <laughs> around. They weren't there before. Dude. It's like a scary movie.
2: <laughs> it's like, I think it's like the, the eyes in a painting. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yo, why is Kristen around? Press just looking at me? Yo, yo I, wa- I walk from 48th Street <laughs> to 43rd, and she's still looking at me. She's still behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I turn three corners. She's still there. Uh, so. It has been dope to uh, to see that, and Hey, we're breaking in real quick just to tell you about our favorite sponsor, Sea Geek, Geek, baby. Sponsoring today's episode, if they get, love us. They, we love that. We love them, and you know, we we just went to the U.S. Women's National Team yeah. game, right? And we had gotten tickets on Sea Geek. So, how ama- How what a what, what a, a seamless situation that is. A breeze, yeah. Seamless is a different app. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) sorry. But but good, (laughs) man. But no, the SeatGeek, the the app is just incredibly easy to use. And uh, I I have it on my phone. Uh, I looked up women's national team... uh, tickets uh, And like j- Just like You know You always mentioned Like the, the What level they are Like green, green yellow, yellow red And yeah. it's like Yo and it's like Green this is the best deal You need to get this right now And that's the thing It searched all the other sites For you that sell those tickets And were like Yo
1: here's where to get it I got you I know a guy Exactly You yeah. know yeah
2: That's what happened They're the connect They're the plug They're the uh, connect for, for the cooligans uh, And they could uh They could help you out Because you know You guys uh, You want to use SeatGeek But you're like Oh I'm a little I'm a little timid To yeah. download a new app I don't have enough storage On my my Phone will uh, delete, delete all those other apps <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, you oh, if you uh, download the Sea app and use the promo code Cooligans, you will get ten dollars off your first purchase. So,
1: imagine that. Imagine you want to go see the women's national team, or like, that was their send off, but maybe you want to go see an MLS game or something,
2: yeah, or an NWSL the, game to the official ticket partner
1: of MLS, exactly. You know, so maybe you want to go see a comedy show in your local neighborhood, is right, a, yeah, other you events, look it up, yeah, you know, it's going to be a two drink minimum. So, you say, Yeah, Yo, I might as well save a little bit of money, right? Exactly. You throw Cooligans in there. We got you $10 off your first order.
2: Exactly. And then that
1: means you can get even more drinks for you and your date. All right? Okay. Then you get a little sloppy. <laughs> Tell them you love them. You know, make it weird. Make it messy up top. Okay. Lionel messy. There you
2: go. Brought it back to soccer. Boom. We did it. So make sure you download the Seeky Cap and use the promo code Cooligans for $10 off your first purchase. Uh, I mean, where do we begin? Uh, you know what? Let's start with the, um, the World Cup. Send off at the French consulate Right So I I, went I couldn't to the, go Alexis couldn't go So I went to uh, The Fox uh, World Cup send off Hold on I had something to do It's not like I have warrants Or something <laughs> <laughs> In France <laughs> That's right you, Your <laughs> ankle it's Baku And I'm <laughs> Mkhitaryan <laughs> Your ankle monitor Just didn't allow <laughs> I, you to...
1: <laughs> Buzz every time I went in there
2: <laughs> No No uh, but it, it was uh, a, a really cool experience. Uh, we we went last year, uh, uh, and that was the one where uh, someone almost attacked you uh, from the. Yeah, <laughs> the, I almost uh, a, someone angry, tried to fight me. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. At, at the Russian, at the tea, Russian room. tea room. At the Russian tea room. Anyway, but that's that's another thing. That guy wasn't there, which is good. No. Uh, so. Uh, It's
1: probably outside biting the neck off of a dog.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But the uh, the experience is really cool. Everybody uh, from Fox was there. Uh, Shout out to Aaron West, who's also uh, going to France. Yeah, he's Uh, doing a
1: big uh, Twitter show.
2: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. right uh, So we're really, really happy for him And uh, every, Ali Wagner Stu Holden John Strong Alexi Lovett The whole family Everybody was there So it was cool You couldn't go So I brought I brought my girlfriend instead all Right to, to, you know, hobnob with all the soccer
1: <laughs> She better have eaten my share of
2: food <laughs> Yes it Play no games <laughs> I told her that. I'm like, this is the requirement If you're yeah. going to come uh, You better prepare <laughs> All right, because it's going to be 18 pounds of food That <laughs> yeah, you're going to yeah. have to Or nerves You need to eat <laughs> trays so. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh so everyone was really cool super nice uh you know it was it was usually we go we we go together to those things i never uh, brought my girlfriend. I don't think D, D's have really never been to, to of any of, but it. but I think it was. It, it's a. It's a different. It's like uh, experiencing it in a different way. It makes it less
1: of a of a work outing. Yes, and yeah.
2: every, and then it was like I walked in at. It's La- like you double dated with Alexi Lalas and Stu Holden, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But it was cool, like uh, uh, talking to Alexi Lalas, and because I felt like maybe it was just me being with my girlfriend. It was like a little bit more disarming. Like everybody was just like kind of a little bit more at ease, as opposed to the Alexis energy that you bring to yeah. every. Uh, I do. Know. I do try to guilt everybody instead <laughs> working with us. It's something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the uh, Alexi Laz came up to us and was talking. And We had a, like very polite conversation. So Stu Holden's showing showing us pictures of his kids. And, oh wow! Uh, it a, it's a little different. Yeah, that would not have happened. Would if not.
1: I'm I'm like, yo, let me
2: see your kids, <laughs> Stu.
1: Pull the photos out right now.
2: So um, uh, yeah, so it was just a, a fun experience, and then uh, also got to uh, see Florian Velo. That's right from the New Red Bulls And Vincent uh, That's right Besicourt was there Who are both French Right uh, And I had a funny experience Because I was introduced Did somebody on Twitter Say that uh, Besicourt's Not French n- uh, No No I don't know I, I, I didn't see that I'll look it up Keep telling the story So But I go I never met Vincent Bezacourt in person. Oh, he's French. Yeah, so I never met him in person. Uh, and I didn't really uh, I didn't know who he was, which just happens with a lot of soccer players. You know the name, you just I know the, the name, yeah, without uh, yeah, I've talked also, about it on the
1: show. These dudes are just wearing like suits. It's y- different. Yes, you as- don't you don't expect it. First time I met Florian Below, I'm like, "Could you get this 9-year-old away from me?" <laughs> with right? a beard, with a mustache. <laughs> yes, is this uh what
2: is it? The U12 Rebel yeah. Academy in here? Uh, yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> so uh, but I did, I, I said hi to Flo and floor below, and you know, he's, uh, he had a deal with an, a, another terrible injury, another ACL injury yeah. after he had one last year. And it was like, uh, you know, I was talking to him about it and see how he was doing. Uh, and it was, it, it was we met him a year ago. We met him at kicking the screen. Exactly. Year, yeah. And it was good sort of to catch up and, and sort of, you know, he was actually, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I should just say what w- w- the conversation we had, but he was very like honest about like what he was going through and like, okay. just like. How you know it's hard? Obviously, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. You you get hurt and then you, you come hear, back.
1: You hear players talk about it after they've recovered how difficult that time period was. Yeah. So you got a chance to have a conversation with him during it.
2: Exactly. But and also with the fact that he already dealt with it and was already on the high of like I'm back yeah. and now he has to deal with the injury again. So it was like cool to like kind of have that conversation. But I was talking to him and I was introducing him uh, to Helene to my my girlfriend and, uh, and and I'm like oh this is Florian Vidal he plays for the New York Red Bulls and then he does the Oh, this is Vinny. He also called him Vinny, which also like I'm not used to that. I don't know right. who Vinny is. All right. <laughs> oh, you're not on a nickname basis. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but he goes, oh, this is Vinny. He put, uh, he also plays for the rebels. I'm like Vinny. Yeah. Oh, Vincent Bezicourt. Oh, Okay, all right. And right. there's like that awkwardness of like, oh, oh my god, you are somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I will respect you. Yo, wait, you're you're not
1: Velo's cousin. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but no, he couldn't have been uh, any nicer. It was uh, awesome. Uh, yeah. And I asked both of them, like, yo, come come do the podcast. Yeah get on here. Uh, Cheneau too, right? Cheneau too, Maxime Cheneau uh, was uh, was there. Uh, the nicest. Everyone was super nice, but That's awesome. Maxime Cheneau was so nice that I did not expect him to be that nice. Do you know what I mean? I was actually startled right. by how nice he was. And and I think this is a uh it's, you know, I've only seen him play, right? And, he, and out of the... He's a very authoritative guy on the yeah, field. Yeah, especially co- compared to the other NYCFC players. You see him and you're like, all right, well, this is a dude you do not mess with. Yeah, he's an angry dude out there sometimes. Uh, no, talk to him. I was like, hey, I'm an NYCFC fan and everything. And, and the dude was like straight up thanking me. like. Yeah. Like if like, like you scored a goal <laughs> like, <laughs> Thank you for all All I've contributed yeah. To the To
1: NYCFC's success You know he was texting Other NYCFC players like Yo Nani Come to the games <laughs> man <laughs> Yo secrets out Nani really wanna be on NYCFC <laughs> Yo he's talking to me right now Oh great English
2: <laughs> Weird accent Not gonna lie <laughs> uh, Honestly th- th- What was funny Was that Maxime Cheneau the cat he did, yeah. And this, I mean, for the people listening uh, who who have seen me in person, uh, I'm I'm one of the more ethnically ambiguous people that you might meet, right? right? And this happens. This has been my entire life, especially doing comedy and putting myself in front of more people. That no one are, knows
1: where you're from or how old you are. You have this thing where people will,
2: they walk in, and they're like,
1: "Should we card him or get him a walker? I don't know what to do." here
2: Card him or ask for his
1: papers. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> also, I'm, I, he's suspicious because. I cannot tell where you're
2: from. <laughs> his his clean face is making me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like <laughs> half of the band flightless. <laughs> so, but even Maxime Chanel pulled me aside and was like, "Look, I just didn't know where you're from exactly." Yeah. Cuz he 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 asked me if I was Moroccan. Cuz he has a family member like a his wife, yeah. his wife is a Moroccan a French Moroccan, I think, okay, I believe. Yeah. And and he But but it's amazing This is like legit my life All the time All the time Where even The dude's from Luxembourg And was like Hey I need you to make sure You should be in here You know uh, (laughs) We need to verify (laughs) I just need to make sure Everything's all right And on the up and up Uh, But
1: it's just I mean I'm not gonna ask you For your papers But all these guys In in uniform (laughs) behind me are So
2: (laughs) But no The the guy was uh, Couldn't have been any nicer And and like uh, for, For such an authoritative person As you said I, sh- shocking Just yeah. surprising I didn't expect him To be like Thank you so much For supporting the club And, and all that it Just so so nice That's I, it awesome was, It was just incredible I, I, He made me feel like I'm the t- Like the 12th man Yeah yeah like yeah For yeah. real <laughs> He's like hey man I know you don't get In
1: the games much But <laughs> but you keep working Yeah What you do in training <laughs> Is really important for him Who does he think I am
2: <laughs> So that was awesome uh, It was a really cool experience Thank you again for Fox uh, For the invitation There's How was the-, the food though? The food was good The food was not as um, Abundant Abundant as it was th- At the Russian Tea Well room. then I'm glad I didn't go <laughs> But it was <laughs> But it was still very good They had a bunch of drinks Everybody was uh, getting lit Getting a little sauced up uh, So it was dope I, A great great time So the, yeah the, the World Cup It starts on June 7th uh, And yeah We're obviously stoked uh, And excited Super to watch it Super excited so uh, a bunch of, I mean, Danielle Slayton also that was talking to her for a bit. Everybody, we talked to her like a couple times. She's great. Everyone was awesome, man. Love, love it, and it was cool to just like be in that. Because last year we were there, we were like, "Hello, uh, who are you? Why yeah. are you invited here? We're comedians? <laughs> I know what you're thinking. We would have to like do the whole thing, but this time around, people were like, "Hey, Christian, how's it going? Uh, Grant Wall even said it was like, "Hey, what's up, Grant Wall?
1: Which that last name fits because
2: sometimes he's the Stonewall's
1: you a little bit, but he was really cool. It was awesome. That's dope. Our name is bubbled a little bit.
2: Look at that. Okay. All right. A little upgrade oh, every time. <laughs> so the uh, uh, so let's talk about um, media day. Uh, the women's national team This was huge We went to We went to Twitter's offices That's right We were there We were going there anyway Just to get me verified <laughs> Really yeah Strong, Strong arming Banging on the door <laughs> <laughs> You know Making
1: a scene Hell yeah uh, But they It just so happened That there was a media day there yes. So we're like
2: Alright cool We'll stick around for Alright cool Yeah yeah Well, All worked out Thank you for Like aligning that With our schedules yeah. uh, <laughs> To, make, a, <laughs> to make, a, make it messy Out in the Twitter offices
1: and That's what we try to do <laughs> My favorite thing is I have a friend Who works at the Twitter office Offices. Okay. He he's like, yo, I'll be right down. They wouldn't let him in the room. Mm. He works there. Look at that. They wouldn't let him in the room. You ain't got that cooligans access. Absolutely. <laughs> you know how we do. We can walk wherever we want. <laughs> <laughs> you got media pass, VIP pass, gully pass. <laughs> and uh, so he was like, yeah. Like I heard him call. He's like, yo, what's up, man? He's like, hey, man. I they, they won't let me in. I'm like, yo, you have an ID. Like you work here. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have, like, the boop,
2: Yeah, you know, yeah, the just scan building. the thing on the door.
1: Yeah, and the security guard's like, nah, I man, this is just for uh, media people and the women's national team. And I was like, sorry, homie. Okay. Go back to your spreadsheets, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever it is you whatever do. Whatever
2: data-trending analytics <laughs> that you got to look through. That's yeah, so right. Get out of here, nerd. <laughs> I don't know you.
1: <laughs> By the way, best coffee I think I've ever had in my life. At, At the, the Twitter, Twitter offices. offices? Okay, I didn't have this coffee. Legitimate. It's called the Hairbender. And it's their own like The mix. last Hairbender? I don't know what that is.
2: <laughs> Thank you to all the nerds that know what I'm talking about. Somebody just dropped their iPhone because of that <laughs> reference. I know it. I'm sorry.
1: Somebody just dropped their Android. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, I, uh, I, you know, I, we were, like, hanging out, and we, all of a sudden they say, like, all the women's national team players are going to come out. Right? I'm yeah. like, right, yeah. So we'll meet a couple of them. But there's a lot of media people there. They're bum rushing around asking these boring ass questions. Mm-hmm. You should have seen some of these people.
2: <laughs> yes, let's go through down
1: the list. Yeah. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the people I don't like. You know, I mean, look, they're great people, but they they are tasked with asking. It's an important
2: job. They need to do it. No, absolutely. Yes, they're yes. tasked with asking. This. That's not their choice most yeah, yeah, of the time. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're like, these are the things I have to get so that I could write this one article and move on with my day. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. Um, We saw the girl, one of the uh, Shannon from Soccer Girl Problems yeah, was yeah. there. There was a bunch of cool people with was there. Marowan was there, so it was such yeah, cool yeah. people. Um, but yeah, so like we're you know like we always wonder like where what's our role? In these yeah, events? where do we? How
2: long? I feel like we're gonna do we're gonna overstep some boundary <laughs> at some yeah. point. It's like Dennis the Menace showing up at like a boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We're just
1: like I feel like we don't our cultures don't mix. <laughs> so we we were like I don't know what we're gonna do. Maybe we'll ask a couple questions. And then all of a sudden. Allie Krieger walks in.
2: Yes. Okay. So, all right. So, this I need to like kind of frame this because this is important. This uh, was I'll say how I felt in in this going to U.S. Women's National Team media day, and we had never been to any uh, uh, U.S. Soccer media event. We've we've been MLS stuff, other kind of events. This is probably the the single most important media day we've ever attended. Correct. Uh, And I'll say this: it felt. If, if i've never i don't know how, i it felt so significant and important and i felt Privileged to be in that room.
1: It was 100 percent Everyone needs to know this. Whoever, you know, invited us or
2: approved of us going. It was an absolute honor to be a part of that. Without a doubt. And I'm literally everyone was there. I I we, we met Megan Rapino. Yes. That was I can't even still believe I met her and she was the nicest person. And- I was just BSing with Ashlyn Harris. <laughs> That's right. We're just having a little
1: fun, just talking. And and who, by the way, can I just say this? out of any player we've ever met man or woman she has the most bde <laughs> That's right She carries Facts. herself In a way where I'm
2: like Yo B What you wanna do later That's the kind of confidence I'm trying to strive for And try to be like her Wow She
1: carries herself In a way where I'm like
2: Yeah dude Yeah dude Yeah, yeah whatever you say I'm about that now Even my wife
1: was like I don't know She's just so like hot
2: and I'm like Yo stop looking at her So yes I There were so many uh, I guess that's the best way To put it Because the, the women's national team not only represents a, a, a soccer team, it re- I, and this a, a lot of the questions that were asked during the press conference towards Jill Ellis, cho- towards Carly Lloyd, uh, Alex Morgan, Rapina, Rapina, Alex Rapina. Morgan. Yeah. a lot of them were not just about... Uh, you know about the game, or, no, or about the walk like Social,
1: it, they're changing social it's norms. About
2: social, like uh, yeah, social norms. Uh, really uh,
1: fighting for equality. And uh, yo, Rapino didn't hold back at all and give like a media trained answer. She's like, no, this is stupid. Yeah, like
2: I'm like, yeah. She's yeah. She's so these women are more than just athletes. They are a- inspirational figures to and they're role models to a lot of people. Yes, they're very much role models and and to us as well. And you know uh, so. Uh, it was, that's that. So that's why I want to make that clear because that was it. Uh, it was so significant to me, and it really did touch me. And it was like I, I, after leaving, I'm like, man, I can't. Yo, again, we started this podcast in the, our kitchen. We, you know? <laughs> we are. I can't. We say this
1: all the time, but we mean it. We are two dummy comedians, <laughs> and now we are being allowed to speak to a team that's about to go represent the U.S. The, the. Overwhelming favorite to win the World Cup. Yes. And just before they leave, we're a part of the group that gets to say, Hey, hey, everybody,
2: before you go, you got to talk to these two guys. (laughs) We
1: started a podcast. Next to my refrigerator. <laughs>
2: that, that's right. Uh, that was a, that. was our first guest. Uh, that yeah. refrigerator, <laughs> especially because it would make noise during the show. <laughs> you heard
1: every once in a while.
2: Um. So yes, it was uh absolutely incredible. So with that said, going there, we didn't know exactly what to expect. We always when we, whenever whenever we're in these uh, uh, forums, it does feel like oh, we do feel a little bit like fish out of water. But Very we so. we were able to have a good time with it, and it, it, we we had fun. But. Yes, we did bump into Ali Krieger because she is on the roster. I, I'm sorry. Allie Krieger sought us out. Allie Krieger. Okay. So uh, this if I could. So I'm at want, right also, now.
1: Before we start this, I also want to say when we joke around and say she's our bestie, we actually might be. We like, might be. So now... I also <laughs> want that so bad. Because yeah. Because the two of them have such a great... I just want to hang out in the, in the patio and sip some vino.
2: Okay. So we are uh, standing by... They, they basically have uh, all the there's players like a, come out in
1: sections. Yeah. Uh, so, by the way, this this building is an old factory. So they have these massive sort of pillars. T- pillars. Yeah. In the middle of the, the room, there's like a bunch of them. Like every... I would say every 15 and 20 feet. There's yeah. a large, very large, very old...
2: Stone pillar. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so Ali Krieger is, it's her turn to come out to talk to media. She's come, she comes into the room. We got
1: near the table because they put the little placard of what
2: table. So we're like, yeah, let, we're not gonna sit down, right? No, yeah, other... but we'll, you know, we know where she's gonna be. We'll we'll hang out around we'll here. Hang out. We'll say what's up. And, and let then her thing. So, and then there's a she she comes out, and then a pillar is in is blocking is obstructing her right. view or our view from her. Right. So as she enters to come to the
1: table, the pillar is in between the entrance. Yes. And us. Yes. So we can't see her, but
2: apparently she must have seen us on the way in. Yes. And then oh, so what she does is do a little peek around the pillar, but with the, with a face like, oh my God, guys, (laughs) it's me. And
1: I, you, you, it was like, I don't even know how to explain it It was like my mom now I was 10 years old Was like
2: Your dad's coming back It was the only way I can explain The joy that went through my the, body So we, you know We joke around And we Yes we joke around About going to the wedding And 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 having a lot of fun Or having her on the podcast But that moment Was like Yo I think we're friends Yeah I think she, we're like For real friends Legit in that moment I'm like yo She might ask us to be The best men
1: You
2: know <laughs> Or at least uh, I you know I mean? Or the the wedding jester, Or yeah. something. <laughs> we'll do You're whatever. The MC of the reception, <laughs> something. It genuinely felt that way. I was just like, whoa! I had like a warm feeling in my heart where I'm like, I'm gl- I'm so happy I bumped into Ali today. Yo, it was
1: like it changed the mood of the whole day because we were sitting there kind of like. Do, let's not go too crazy. Cause it's like a respectful event. Yeah. And we didn't want to ask like really dumb questions or wild or say something, you know, and it kind of like, there wasn't a pressure, but it was kind of like, what are we really doing here? Like, we're happy to be here, but what should we be doing? And then that moment I was like, this is why we came. Yeah. Yeah. She immediately hugged you. Yeah. Immediately <laughs> ran up and hugged me. And I was just like, yeah, I'm, am I allowed to touch? Yeah, am I allowed I to know, wrap my arms around it It's running? a
2: very professional setting. I'm like, you're not just. It's weird. We're the only ones who hugged national team players. Nobody else. <laughs> and uh, w-
1: there was a guy who's like a like a, almost like a showrunner, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Like and he was helping coordinate, mm-hmm. and he had like the the thing in his ear. And he walks up So like we're Literally like laughing And giggling The three of us Yeah yeah Right little schoolgirls, The three of us <laughs> And we're just like What's up with you Oh my god I spoke to Ashley She's great She's amazing <laughs> And I'm like She said this And I said this And I got it on video she's like Can I see the video And like the three of us Are just like We're just like Yo, pow, just Pow, Gavin. pow <laughs> yeah.
2: Just Gavin. gabbing Gabbing yeah. with nice yeah. and the team players You know how we do Right and that's another
1: <laughs> segment We're gonna do Just gabbing <laughs> with Allie Okay And then all of a sudden The guy comes over And he said it in a way Where it was like uh, I'm helping Ali get out of this. He was like, Allie, uh, oh, time to sit okay, down. yeah, yeah. And was like... These men
2: are accosting right. one of our Wasting players. Wasting your time.
1: <laughs> will save you. And Ali goes, when I'm done, and turns back around and keeps talking to us. And that guy was like, damn. And I was like, yeah, that's right, son. Do <laughs> you know about that? Right? We, uh, ain't, right. we ain't ready for a commercial break on Gabbin with Allie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it was... It was I can't explain how much my mood was lifted. Yeah. It was just surreal. It was so, so fun. Uh, And by the way,
1: none of this happens. None of this is because of her celebrity status or anything. She is just that genuinely great of a human being that I feel honored that I got a chance to meet her.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Likewise,
1: uh, holy I mean, for anyone who's listening, who's young and has like, you know, is looking for a role model, someone. Allie is that person. Yeah, dude.
2: Yeah. Wow. She's very much so. I mean, uh, they, everyone. We met everybody. We met literally every single player, and it, everyone. was— I think I didn't
1: get a chance to meet Mallory Pugh. That's the only Mallory one I,
2: Pugh. She was uh, in the farther end. Uh, yeah. The, the the first startling thing is a lot of time you see these women, and if you realize like. Especially Mallory Pugh, who's like an absolute boss on the pitch, she's right? She's a beast. But when you see her in person, she's she looks like a little girl. She yeah. looks like a little girl. She like, has like a very, like you do, a like very, a very young face.
1: Yes. Yeah. But like when you see her on the field, she's like scowling. And yeah, like, yeah. She's hunting players down and stuff. And then when you see her in person and she's just smiling, you're like, okay. what? Yeah. <laughs> she like, looks like she's going to try to sell you cookies.
2: <laughs> she's like five. Three or four. Yeah.
1: little. And I get shocked. Like, when we first met Rose LaValle, I'm like, you can't be the same person that shoves human <laughs> beings off you.
2: You can't. Yeah, but they are. They are. They are. So, it, uh, so a whole thing was cool. Allie
1: Long was awesome. Like, everybody was just so cool.
2: Yeah, so... The, the only person we really, really
1: probably should have and really didn't get a chance to, because she was just literally hounded for the moment she got in was Alex
2: Morgan. Alex Morgan. Yeah.
1: And it's for a lot of reasons, you know, people were asking a lot of questions that like, they didn't tell us not to, but they were like, Hey, remember this is about the world cup. Like stop asking that all the other questions, but people were trying to kind of edge, to get someone to sort of get, like I say, like a, what's it called, a sound cue? Or uh, a sound bite. Yeah. A sound bite. People were asking those questions, so we try to stay away from that. Like I saw Carly Lloyd, I was like, yo, what up, Jersey? Yeah. She high fived me. I'm like, yo, Carly she Lloyd. She
2: did. You know, I that's, and Carly Lloyd, uh, one of the most intense human beings you'll ever meet uh, on the field. <laughs> You, you hope the final whistle blows Because you're like I think she's going to hurt somebody <laughs> right, She is Insanely intense I mean like it, It's like there you It was cool to see The different personalities On the team And yeah. you can sort of sense The the Who serves sort of What role and, and and The certain like Standout leaders But Carly Lloyd I would follow her I would be on Front line In an army For that yeah. woman she, The woman is like Yo this I am about this World Cup Remember they were asking her about If she's going to Bring family She's like I don't want my family yeah. anywhere I don't <laughs> want them calling me <laughs> I don't want them anywhere near me I'm focused on winning Another World Cup And man. the fucking
1: thing she said She was she, It's honestly like Listening to a general speak Yeah Because she goes It's not about superstition This is just what works for me I don't want my family there Yeah I'm there to play This is my job Yeah And I'm like Yo She's gonna steal the World <laughs> Cup trophy if she doesn't win it. <laughs> She's gonna bring it home one yeah, way or another.
2: Yeah. You probably see like a, another player like praying with a Bible, he would be like, get out of yeah. here. We don't need anything. <laughs> Believe in me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your God now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was floored. Yeah. Uh, just awesome, man. Uh, just and uh, O'Hara. I mean, th- these these folks. Emily just, Sonnet, everybody.
1: Sonnet yeah. was amazing. I mean, everybody was just so like, they're not chill. They were, they were like annoyed that people were asking them questions that didn't have to do with them winning the world cup. Yeah. Like, yo, let's talk about what's going to happen. Okay. We're going to go in. We're going to, and everyone's like one game at a time. We're not thinking about the next game. We're thinking about Thailand, Thailand,
2: Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Damn. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be Thailand. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Thailand was said the word Thailand was said quite a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh it's just an incredible experience. And then and then we and to wrap it up, we did go to the game. Uh, uh the, That's right. The, the women's national team uh, played at Red Bull Arena against Mexico. They won three uh, nil. obviously you expect them to 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 win this game, but they did uh they did play well. It, the, the the somewhat of a concern that you know Mexico didn't put up like it's not going to be the biggest challenge that they're going to see at the World Cup. Uh, so we don't know exactly. They they weren't. Uh, they won three nil, but they weren't like they weren't crisp. Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of like the, the little bit of a concern Yeah uh, A lot
1: of passes in open spaces Where players are making different runs Seems like not everyone Was on the same page But I know Jill Switched up the formation Two or three times to, during that Yeah, game. towards
2: the end There was a moment Where Tobin Heath Was playing left back I remember I, I mentioned it During the game I'm like, why is Tobin Heath All the way back yeah. there? That's a, she does she does not belong All the way back right She's now. got too much sauce To be back
1: there <laughs> Exactly yeah. She's w-
2: all the way back there With all that sauce? Yeah
1: <laughs> It's like you don't put The cheese on the pizza Before the dough is done You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, I'm sure everybody gets that.
2: <laughs> we, we everyone understands. Yeah. So, uh, but I so I was reading. There was an article from uh, Meg Linehan, who who was uh, uh, she's
1: written some great articles for the athletic for
2: the athletic and yeah. uh, and she did point out that that Jill Ellis was trying that formation in case in case something went wrong. So basically having Tobin play left back and be like the, a very a much attacking you know uh, like a wing wing back. back. Yeah. So yeah, because when you see. Toman Heath back there getting you know uh, passes from like uh, Doll Kemper and stuff. You are yeah. like, well, all right, this is. This what are you feels, doing? It feels uncomfortable. Yeah. What's going on here? Uh, but she, yeah, Toman Heath's got to go. Uh, uh, who else? Uh, Carly, Carly Lloyd. You know What's but that guy? Called back. Yeah, did, I, she ended up getting one, right? Or oh, was it Pew? I don't remember who got the. It was her. Uh, Kristen Press. Press, and, Press uh, had the last. And one. I think Lloyd got that that third one. If I I could be wrong, but but you know whatever. So but uh, it was a fun time. Mexico. Uh, you know, they looked okay. Uh, but just the U.S. women's team is just so much better. That's really the the main
1: issue. I will say, like, there's a lot of skilled players in Mexico. I think number the number 10 and the number 6 really impressed us. Their midfield, their attacking midfield is yeah. really impressive. Um, I'm not sure who those women were, but they were very impressive. They didn't have their names
2: on their No names on, on, on the their back. kids, yeah.
1: But I, I, they had no... There was just not a chance for them to get in the final third. Yeah,
2: they just could not get there. Like, so. even
1: when they had some possession, they just couldn't get it really further down. I mean... I'm really impressed for a team that wasn't banging on all cylinders.
2: Yeah, very impressed. Generally, super cool. Uh, being you know, I had never been to a U.S. Women's National Team game. Uh, just awesome. What an awesome experience! I mean, a full Rebel Arena. Uh, how many young girls getting to see their heroes? Yeah. Uh, it, it was a it was a much more like uh, comparatively to to a men's game. It, it had a way more. I don't know. Significant. I'm using the word a lot, but like this significant. This important. Important sort of thing. And yeah, it, there was like a, it meant a, so much to people.
1: Yeah, it, it, it had a feeling of something so much more than. Let's hope we go out there and play well. This is a... The harder you cheer, the better they'll play. Yeah, and how much love... Carly Lloyd got so
2: much love from... her homecoming. For, yeah, yeah, for new, from New Jersey uh, residents, you know, yeah. they were... Uh, they did a full firework just for her, you know. Everyone yeah. else got like a pew, pew, and then hers was like... Blah, 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 it was blah, a Mallory, blah. pew, pew, pew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, j- awesome. Uh, cool experience, just like this whole weekend, uh, uh, you know, and, and Memorial Day, and it's like this... this Patriotism this weird, Everything sort of overlapping And yeah. like we're seeing uh, and, and we web- got to
1: march with AO We forgot to mention Yeah, the American AO Outlaws
2: Were awesome too Donald uh, uh, was out there uh, Yeah, he, uh, we had some up uh, We had some sangrias That, you know, got us Got us twisted Got a little, got a little light, <laughs> light foot <laughs> Those them Newark sangrias yeah.
1: <laughs> They only make them One size bucket
2: <laughs> I remember you and
1: I uh, Did a video where Like at Katas Which is where yeah. they They all met up So we could march from there And the police had shut down The, the bridge Uh, Which puts you goes over from Ironbound section in Newark into uh, Harrison uh, So we could walk over it And some of the staff when you said, you mentioned like, yo, we're here in Alexis's hometown. Some of the staff like stopped what they were doing to see what we were going to say. And like, we're just joking around about the size of the sangria and they were all laughing, but you could see in their faces. They're like, no one's ever complained about the size. <laughs> like, it, honestly, it's huge. It looks like a, like a beach bucket without handles, like a bucket you make like sandcastles with. You sure. And that's the size of the sangria. Yeah. And we were the, f- are we the first ones to ever suggest <laughs> that maybe that's too much sangria?
2: <laughs> no. I mean, maybe the police uh, yeah, yeah. that are, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, picking up the people off the off the sidewalk <laughs> yeah. might be saying the same thing. Also, but. it's wine, dude. We got like
1: exhausted. We were wine. We look like
2: uh, Hoda, <laughs> and, 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 Kathy, and, and Kathy Hoda. Ribbon. <laughs> just yeah, man. We should that. that would be, Imagine they talked about soccer oh, on <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> while drunk in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. uh yeah, it was great The whole experience uh, We was, There were a bunch of Cooligans fans that we saw You know, Tons. from DC uh, Danielle we saw uh, What's that one dude Who was like Yo, I think that's The Cooligans." over there Oh yeah, there. I forgot his and, name Because
1: you were like Walking around with a camera <laughs> yeah. And I'm like sta- I'm literally standing In front of this guy Half a foot away I'm like <laughs> I'm literally right here. goes, oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Uh, getting to see uh, uh, all the, the, you know, Danielle, NYCFC yeah. fans, Rebel fans, like everybody kind of like uh, in the New York area, Tri-State, like be at one place supporting, uh, you know, for one common cause. It was like a cool. That was of, dope. It was absolutely dope. We had a blast, man. So, uh, all right. So a, a couple other things uh, before uh, we get to our next segment with Matty Doyle. That's right, um, Let's talk about a couple things going on uh, in MLS Oh, actually, let's start with this Uh, There's not really any uh, big details about it But uh, a match-fixing scandal in La Liga Liga. We don't know, there's no uh, details necessarily I think it's all made up (laughs) Leave those guys alone (laughs) What's the match-fixing? Barcelona's gonna win, we know (laughs) The whole thing is fixed (laughs) So, uh, so, yeah, apparently uh, From the the article I read 18 players uh, have been Apparently caught or been. Uh, This is top flight. This is La Liga. Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: previously, they said something like 24 people were arrested previously for the lower leagues. Yeah. There was like a gang that was making them. Like do so many corners per game, so they could bet on that like prop bets. Okay, so we'll see. Uh, so
2: uh, tough, tough way to fix a game. For, yeah, I think like no cor- one will catch us. <laughs> like subtle, yeah. <laughs> subtle statistics. Um, so when we hear more about it, we'll talk about. I mean, I don't know. It, the, the only thing this reminded me of was the 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 thing we had. Remember Juan Agudelo? Remember we, uh, Juan Agudelo was our first ever guest, and when we were setting up the interview, we were so we were like, we oh were, my God, ne- a real player's going to talk to. <laughs> and we were trying to set up the call And he sends us a text being like Oh I can't, um, I'm in a meeting right now I'm gonna be late, cause we were uh, like Can you do this at this time? And he wouldn't yeah. respond to our text for a while And then eventually
1: he's like, yeah I could do it at that I'll be driving home, yes, and we're like Ooh, alright, and then he's like, hey man We're gonna be late, and he sends a picture Of a whiteboard, and in the middle Of that whiteboard, there was nothing else on it, it just says uh, max fit ma- match, match fixing meeting, match fixing meeting, like whatever, noon. And I'm like, <laughs> So I'm like, why? why? I look at the photo, I go, Yo, Christian. And he looked, <laughs> and he's like, Why did he send this? Why that? did he
2: send this? Us- Are we accomplices? to oh this Oh my now? god, we're all gonna get in trouble, <laughs> you know. So, and then when we get on the phone, we ask him, We're like, Yo, Juan, what was that match fixing yeah. thing? And he's like, It's a match fixing meeting, and I'm like, Yo, Juan. <laughs> First of all, thank you That's pretty dope Why well, you really must trust us Yeah, and we're
1: like, yo Like, why would you send that to us? You're not gonna get in trouble? And then he goes it's a meeting on how to like watch out for, for
2: people who are trying to influence matches, yeah. and, and like how to avoid it. And we're like, oh, oh. And he was like, "What did you think it was?" I was like, "I thought they were showing you how to fix a match." And he's like, "What? <laughs> Yo, what's going on in New England, dog?" He's like, "You guys are dumb." <laughs> so that's what reminded me of. But when we get more details, we'll hear. Uh, we'll talk about it some more. But it, obviously. Uh, it's you know it's just ridiculous and you don't want to see it in football but yeah. uh, uh, so we'll we'll see what, what happens uh, with that we'll keep an eye on it uh, so let, uh, real quick let's talk about a couple games um, uh, Philadelphia Union played uh, uh, they hosted the Portland Timbers yeah, Timbers did. who uh, have played every game on the road this season they have uh, not been home yet they have not because their stadium is being renovated uh, and it is finally going to be ready this coming week congrats uh, Kayla congrats everybody Danny now yeah, is a you, part of the you team. Kayla nap you built it. Yeah. Uh, you built the renovation. You were there with your heart. <laughs> hat. So good on you, kid. Um so uh but the the Timbers win this game three to one. And right Philadelphia Union, best team in the Eastern Conference. Uh the Timbers have not had sort of uh they didn't have the greatest start uh no. this year. But then when Brian Fernandez comes in. Brian Brian, I love nothing makes me happier than a Spanish people with in American names yeah. But said Spanishizing Sp- it Spanishizing <laughs> it It's the best It's nothing There's nothing better yeah. Alright
1: uh, Like an OG one Was Theodore Okay Theodore Theodore yeah But
2: Theodore I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean to me the, the, the biggest one Has to be Hamas Rodriguez, right? I mean, that's insane. So
1: many people are like, we know it's James. We say James in Latin America. Yeah, yeah. But they were like, say it the way we want to say it. (laughs)
2: Because it is. uh, uh, James would be Jaime. Yeah. That is the proper Spanish translation. Version of that name. James is. Ridiculous that's, I remember the first time I heard it I'm like Excuse me What is this And then It's like if you name your kid H-A-I-M-I-E <laughs> But now Every time I see the word uh, The name James I'm like Oh that's Thomas." Why is it saying yeah. Why are they saying it James Damn yo know, Why are you pronouncing it incorrectly <laughs> Yo you mad weird
1: <laughs> What you don't read The King Hamas Bible
2: I do <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow I didn't I didn't realize You didn't have Jesus in your life Yeah I didn't know oh, You didn't have Jesus <laughs> In your life <laughs> So um, uh, But yes the the inclusion of uh, Brian uh, uh, Brian Fernandez has been insane. He's just been he was the dude. He came from Necaxa, right? Yeah, the, he leaves the team. Literally spitting on a fan Who's like accosting him Peace, Peace. <laughs> That's how he deuces out You're right a, a, a fan really like said Like insults like his mother And all this other stuff He spits at him He's like He's like It really gets a suspension And he's like Whatever I'm out of here yeah. I, I don't even go here no more <laughs> Yo I'm, This ain't my school no more <laughs> So he left And now He's like He's looking pretty comfortable In uh in, in Portland man Kids He's having a bruiser a, too man <laughs> Yeah There's
1: not a lot of like flair. And what he does He's gonna go through you <laughs> You know what I mean Yeah yeah He's gonna shove you I kinda like it yeah. I
2: like the game He's looking good uh, And he, he he was a part of that the, the, That second goal That was just incredible uh, the, the slip from Bedoya That he took And then Austin Trusty also slips After uh, uh, Fernandez does the, the the drag back And then Char lays it off It was just a gorgeous play uh, That that came off You know Even though Philadelphia uh, they Have had a good start They just made a couple Mistakes that uh, That hurt him And, and Portland especially with, you know, a new striker, yeah, uh, are a real threat. So, uh, but I'm excited to see um, uh, the new stadium. They're, they're adding 4,000 seats uh, to Providence They have a Park. whole new
1: stand. A whole new done. stand.
2: It's going to be uh, incredible. And it says... Uh, Scusa, right? Soccer City, USA. USA. Yeah, yeah, See, it's yeah. like I think it's gonna add.
1: Scusa, uh, also how Javinko used to pardon himself. Yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly, but they're gonna. I think it's gonna add to you know an extra four thousand people in a stadium that already had had an amazing like, atmosphere, nearly twenty thousand. Yeah, uh, it's just gonna. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna add to this lore of uh, uh, you know Timber's lore. And that stuff
1: stadium like that. is so dope because it's like the the overhang is made of wood. Like it's yeah. su- it's such a cool
2: place to be. Yeah. So. Uh, so next up let's talk about uh let's talk about toronto uh against san jose and real quick really Two more goals from Wondolowski. He ain't gonna stop. I think Toronto didn't watch the game last week because against Chicago, he
1: doesn't touch the ball unless it's to, <laughs> to score to score a goal.
2: He only no, he doesn't even pass it to people. No, no. He
1: passes it in the net exclusively. If you pass it to him and he's not near goal, he hops over it. I don't want <laughs> it. Hey, this must have not been for me. Yeah, there <laughs> gotta be somebody behind me
2: because I ain't standing in front of the goalkeeper. But his both of his goals almost. Identical identical, yeah. right? They it's again He's like Arya and Robin You know what he's gonna do Yes And you just can't stop him Last week when we, when he broke the record We were talking about how great Wando is and, and we were making, you know, analyzing it The way the coolings can only analyze it mm-hmm. Basically saying like, he doesn't do nothing And then he has all the goals yeah. It makes no sense And some San Jose fans got all up in the dimensions. <laughs> Which is fine You must not watch San Jose <laughs> No, we don't
1: We don't get the bird's eye view on our streaming
2: But no, look he uh, And like said it before He, he His his game is very subtle but it's d- lethal his movement is insane his spacing is wild it's it's crazy because it, when you see these two goals you're like yo why is does Toronto not have like the game plan on yeah. this dude I got an idea put your arm behind you and
1: touch the dude. <laughs> So you know you need, when he's starting you, to move. If you don't
2: got Wando in your hands, you're doing yeah. something
1: wrong. Yo, he's going <laughs> to score on you.
2: <laughs> because, yeah, it, and that's exactly what it Look, just like, just patience. Uh, of, you know, when the ball is outside the box, he's like... It, it, it must be this thing that I don't know if he they train for it, particularly. It's uncanny. He just knows exactly where the ball is gonna be. In eight. Yeah. He move he like moves before the ball is struck for the pass. Two, and he goes to you
1: know what he does too? He hits the ball just like four or five inches away from where the defender is putting his foot. Yes. Thinking the ball's gonna go. There's something about his movement where he hits it just a little bit earlier than you think he's going to like your perception is, Oh, these two things are going to meet here. And he's just a little bit off to the
2: left. Yeah. There's always like, I think defenders are like, they must have that feeling like, Oh, you know, there's no breakdown in this defense right now that my, you know, my, my left back or right back, the the center back is like looking at the left and they're like, Oh no, they're not going to get a pass through. Yeah. there's no way that could no way. Yeah. And it's like, nah. And if it does, Wanda's gonna get there before you. Wanda's just gonna
1: score. (laughs) I said this while we were watching the highlights of the game. I feel like his touches per goal are like one point one, one point two. Yeah, because he just as soon the ball is passed off his foot into the goal most of the time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's really surreal to watch it because again he lo- he looks like he doesn't play soccer he plays striker yeah. That's, you know what I mean yeah yes <laughs> he is not involved at all he's like
1: you know when you need me <laughs>
2: okay I show up when the lights are on it's okay? like if
1: you gave like those bomb sniffing dogs if you put just a bunch of cocaine in front of them they'd be like what's all this white powder <laughs> I'm not barking you know what I,
2: mean? I got one job it's got nothing to do with me if this she got
1: wires hanging out of it maybe I'll make a little noise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, But no San Jose wins this game again Another another win Alright You know We were concerned about them At the beginning of the season They were getting Shellacked a couple times uh, And now It, it looks like and, and now Wando's even starting uh, and maybe this this might be the future of uh, Almeida's team. I don't know. You know what
1: they did? They took the boogeyman and threw it at Columbus
2: Crew. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: What do they got? Eight out of the last nine losses? Yeah, they're not playing Actually, well. Actually, look, look at the form. Them and Cincy. Yeah. All of Ohio, yo.
2: <laughs> okay. The hell is real Darby's going to be yeah, nice and yeah. fun. The
1: hell is here, Darby. You know I mean?
2: <laughs> so, uh, last game we'll talk about um, is uh, supporting Kansas City against the Seattle Sounders. Uh, incredible game. What a great game. Uh, and, you know, uh, and in... in uh, uh, sporting Kansas City fashion uh, are giving up a bunch of goals. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, leave so, it late. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they have to. They have to score a bunch uh, with with this iteration of the team and all the injuries that yeah. they do have. Um, but a hat trick from Johnny Russell. Uh, and I, that curler is. <laughs> Yes, it, it, I know a lot of Sporting Kansas City fans are very happy just to, one, get three points and, you know, not give up, uh, dr- not drop points in the end of a game, uh, hold on to a lead, and, uh, and see Johnny Russell kind of do what Johnny Russell does, right? Yeah. It's like the last couple weeks, for whatever reason, he, you know, the way we're used to seeing him slice through two defenders, uh, that happened a bunch last year, and, mm-hmm. and get great goals, uh, it wasn't happening. Uh, The the last couple weeks He is one of those Momentum players Like when he's on He's
1: on Yeah, And there's not many people That could stop him And you're seeing it now It seemed like Honestly At one point He was quadrupled On the way to goal And it was, was like One of those cartoons Where like everyone Starts fighting one guy And that guy Crawl, you know, crawls out, out, out of the scrum, a little cloud, yeah. yeah, and they're still fighting each other. That's kind of how we, like, I don't even think he realized, like, oh my god, it's oh my just god. me and the keeper.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he, like, whatever, and that's Johnny was just what he does, and he just had one of the games of his like career, like he yeah. just, he just all, totally on point, and you, you sort of don't expect it uh, against Seattle, which, uh, which, uh, you know, are generally a pretty good team, uh, uh, especially defensively. Uh, with with yeah, in there. second place. Place. Yes, but uh, and we and we can't talk about Seattle giving up three goals without talking about Chad Marshall uh, retiring. He announces his retirement. He announces his retirement. Uh, a great article in the Athletic from Matt Pence uh, about uh, about him and uh, you know, but just like you know, I like a lot of players, we weren't following their careers uh, since the beginning. But uh, uh, Chad Marshall, uh, winning you know the defensive player of the year three times, uh, one uh, one MLS Cup in Columbus. Uh, and he got drafted with Dempsey, and uh,
1: I can't remember the was Dempsey put up the photo. Okay, Chad Marshall's got like the the spiky hair all over. Sure, that was the look, yo. That was it, yo. That, that was that. That. By the way, Justin young Timberlake. Chad Marshall still looks like old <laughs> Chad Marshall. Chad <laughs> just always looked like a
2: dad. He's always been a dad. Yeah, uh, but no, I mean it, it is. Um, we I believe we met him in Toronto for the first. Uh, Seattle Toronto MLS would Cup one with well, they won? yeah i yeah. think we saw it in the one of the media scrums or whatever he was there um but he's he, he, reading more about his career like the dude is has been uh a, a, a rock in, in as far as in one of the one of the just greatest defenders uh MLS has ever seen uh, and and you know we were sort of uh concerned like he, he's so he, apparently the he had an injury last year in, yeah. in the playoffs and I there it was a mention of that he he needed an epidural in his knee to play one of the games this season. Ouch! So I mean, it, I mean, he must have been in in excruciating pain and dealing with a lot, and 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 he was try try to give it up, give it his all. But you see the fact that to retire like you know a third into the season, yeah, just re, just like out of nowhere. Yeah, so surprise. you know it must have been really really hard for him and his family. Yeah. And uh but we, I wish him all the best, and and you know he's gonna from all accounts the dude is uh, a, a great dude. There was a great mention. In the article, that uh, they were asking him, like, what you, what they asked Stefan Fry, what are you going to remember Chad Marshall by? And he's like, Can, can I be PG uh, in this? Or, or PG 13? He said, The nakedness. The man is always naked. <laughs> Which, what a fun detail. Come on, Chad. <laughs> you invite your friends over, and I guess
1: your dad, if you had one walking around in his underwear, that's Chad Marshall. Just a Chad. Just, just,
2: just, that's yeah. what Chad does. Chad being Chad, dude. <laughs> Hanging Chad. <laughs> <laughs> the name Chad, you expect that from a Chad, yeah, you know, just a little, that's a real Chad move, a real naked, just naked, and all so you're locker just room? gonna
1: wear visors and socks, <laughs>
2: and that's it. <laughs> so, that's what that's what he did. So, uh, uh, so look, we're gonna miss you in the league, man. I, I, I know, oh, yeah. uh, uh, see, I without a doubt, Seattle uh, Sounders fans are gonna uh, miss him. He, he, not, he's he's a, a hero to the team and very much the leader captain of the team. So, it's gonna be, uh, was he captain? Oh no, it was Ozzy Alonzo. Was he captain this year? I don't know, I don't but know are the, you
1: definitely one of the. One of the leaders on the team?
2: team. He's a he's a captain in our hearts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but yes, but in this game, uh, they they uh, not only did Johnny Russell have that. Uh, great, uh, uh, you know, cut through a bunch of defenders, uh, but then Leardom had that great spin uh, in the box, just straight up 360 rotating the analog stick, just right? Using FIFA. using all
1: the finesse moves. Okay,
2: right? I didn't know your FIFA rating was that high, my dude. Damn, <laughs> you got five stars on the skill, <laughs> uh, and it was just gorgeous. Uh, but the Sounders couldn't do it; only only get two goals. Uh, uh, yeah, because Johnny Russell just had the game of his life. So yeah, uh, I mean,
1: and that, those are the breaks, but they're they're climbing up a little bit. They're in eleven. The Place. I mean, you know, Colorado Rapids are going to make sure they cushion that for the, <laughs> sure. you know, although they got two
2: wins in a row, huh? Okay. All right. Come on, pigs. Yo, Jonathan Lewis looking good getting a goal. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we told you. I've okay. been saying it. If you've been listening to this show, we've been we I, you might we might we might have had to rename it to the Jonathan Lewis hype machine. Hell yeah, because <laughs> yo, we
1: we hundred percent been talking about this dude's game, and all of a sudden I, I, it's coming true.
2: Honestly, honestly, I, look, I'm gonna put this out there. I don't I don't know, but I think we may have driven the price. Of Jonathan Lewis up a little bit For NYCFC I don't think that's a crazy Thing to suggest Maybe that's because We
1: kept adding segments Called told you so Every time he <laughs> did something well I feel like Greg Burhalter In between buying Off white blazers Shouts to you Berhalter Triple G uh, I think he was listening To this podcast And he was okay. like Yo I need to go get I need to help this dude move From one team to another
2: <laughs> Okay yeah Greg Berhalter is Jonathan Lewis's agent yeah. now <laughs> So uh, Alright so let's um, uh, So let, we'll take a quick break And then we'll uh, Talk Talk to our guest Matthew Doyle, Matty Doyle, baby, Major League Soccer. Uh, you know him, you love him. Uh, we're the Cooligans ha- <laughs> analyst. That's right. Uh, so we'll be right back with Matt Doyle after this.
1: Hey, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors, us. And you, Gully Squad, you guys have been absolutely amazing. This is it, 200th episode. Of course, it wouldn't be a 200th episode with a bunch of audio errors and a bunch of mistakes. But we love you, and hopefully you guys love us back. And for those of you who joined Gully Squad, you've been absolutely amazing. None of this would have been able to happen without you guys. This would have been absolutely so much more difficult. And we made 200 episodes because of you. So for everyone who helped us out a little bit, whether you left a review, did something nice, showed up to one of our shows, Said something nice on Twitter, whatever it is, left a dope review. You have pushed us to the point where we can get to 200 episodes, and that's just the beginning. But those of you who have joined Gully Squad have absolutely been a godsend and a lifesaver to us. And thank you so much, everyone who's thinking about joining Gully Squad. And if you're thinking about joining Gully Squad, trust us, it makes a huge difference. Every little bit helps. If you want to join, go to slash Gully Squad, or you can just go to soccercooligans.com and click on the Join Gully Squad uh, link. It's massive massive help all that money goes right back into the show and makes this show possible whether it's travel or merch or just paying for someone to help us edit stuff or to get stuff out on time all of that little bit absolutely helps you guys have been absolutely tremendous and we want to keep giving you amazing content we want to keep giving you such amazing stuff to look at and to listen all that cool stuff stuff that you could share stuff that makes you laugh stuff that brightens your day hopefully it doesn't get you into a car accident please relax while you're listening to us and driving all that stuff. We want to give you more. And the easiest way to do that is to join Gully Squad. You may or may not be a member of the secret. Maybe it exists. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, You know, Facebook uh, group. Maybe. I don't know. If it does, then you be in there. If it doesn't, then I don't know. You know, if you got to join Gully Squad to find out if it exists or not, then you get to be a part of the show. You help us curate it. We ask you questions Uh, in the next segment. We're going to ask Matt Doyle a couple questions. Most of those questions came directly from Gully Squad members. So you get to you get a chance to be a part of the show in a much more intimate level. And if you want to do that, absolutely. We'd love for you to do it. Go to slash gully squad or go to soccercooligans.com and click on join gully squad and become a member today.
2: Yeah, baby, we're back. We are back. i yeah. uh, I stoked. And this is, you know, for some people, 200th episode, nice little surprise. we bring bring him into the studio. We're so. We got to bring in the most important guests. Literally All right When it comes to American soccer uh, uh, And this man I mean they are like This son yeah. <laughs> Who <laughs> else
1: has taught you More about formations That you didn't Want to know And whiskey <laughs> And whiskey That's and right whiskey. Brown yeah. liquor <laughs> <laughs>
3: <It's a> little <laughs> scotch It should be a brown Liquor special right here <laughs>
1: Absolutely I mean this is You heard the voice uh, You saw the uh, name When you clicked on it We are super excited To finally have him In studio First time we talked to him Was in my kitchen That's And now so right. here we are <laughs> Okay little upgrade Yeah And by the way I treat this place it's like my living room, so we ain't moved that far. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving. And you know what? Pull over, honestly, so you can put your hands together for the one, the only, the Matt Doyle, everybody. Gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. It's good to be here in person. Thank you so much, Finally. Man.
2: You know, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I have to say, uh really, the only thing I can say to Matt Doyle is thank you so much for... The genuine uh, support for what we've been doing it, It's uh, meant a lot to me and it's meant a lot to us that's, and,
1: and that's important because a lot of people have rooted us on A mm-hmm. lot of people have wished us luck But not many people have actively supported us and helped us I was only doing that for my brand. Got to it. be honest, Buddy, but it, it works. Is
0: Like it reflects, <laughs> yeah. right? So, like, there
3: is
1: some mutual
3: yeah. aspect like, to it. But it was, it was mostly about me. Yeah. Okay, good. Why do you think we care about soccer? Ball, right?
2: <laughs> this is how to get people out to you're, the you.
3: American yeah. soccer. Like, this is the way to get. rich. Yeah. obviously, this is. you
2: go for me. the biggest fish. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I'm glad you got in early. On yeah. the pool again. Uh, good but no, investment. It, it, it is an absolute honor uh, to have you here, uh, because uh, w- you know we are genuine fan, like a lot of people are. Genuine fans of, of what you do, mm-hmm. uh, and it is. A- wait, wait. wait What do I do? Okay, We're more so a fan I, of how you do it. Did, okay, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Didn't think there was going to be a follow-up question. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, now we got to do research. <laughs> no, but you, when it comes, so this is the the the. I remember this is how I felt when I started doing stand-up comedy, right? And I would go to comedy shows. I. I would see comedians That I had never heard of Right Mm. Like I I would see people Who were the funniest Human beings in the world And I'm like "How, How do I How have I never heard Of this person And then when I started Following you And watching your work that's how I felt about the soccer world. I'm like, how did I not know that, that this existed? That Matt out there. Doyle sort of existed, like, and and that says a lot about just the American soccer and uh, and its culture and how it sort of you know it's not much on ESPN and stuff it's like that. Niche. It's, niche, it's niche. Niche is a way to put yeah. it for sure. Yeah. It has an
1: audience. It, it does. It's very well defined, but it has an audience. <laughs> yeah. There are good fences, make yeah. good neighbors yeah, yeah. type
3: of thing within American soccer. Yeah. No, I mean that's uh, that's. A really, really nice intro, and that makes me feel good. You're blowing me up right here at the start, so I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Oh, it, it's coming. The, okay. <laughs>
1: well, let's ask a first question How does it feel to see how far we've come? I mean, it's it's, it's,
3: it's you know amazing. What? I look at you guys and, and what you've done, and it's authentic and it's funny and, and it's repeatable. And that's the thing like a lot of people start podcasts or a lot of people start even Twitter feeds and they don't follow through with it. And you guys have done that. So, what I would say the best thing about the Cooligans is, is that He's still here, yeah. You're okay. still here, yeah. Hey, that's a compliment. Hey. Right there, we're we're
1: relevance,
2: guys. okay. <laughs> they exist,
1: yeah, baby. <laughs>
2: and we ain't going nowhere, you know. I mean, it says it says more than some major league soccer team that that's have contracted true. You are not the Miami Fusion, yeah. been a lot of us USA's in the podcast world, <laughs> not us. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it is, uh, it is cool again. It is, we can talk about all our, our great accomplishments, we can talk about ourselves as much as we want. We'll uh, but, do that off Let's start with the fact that you are in studio, right? The the Mm -hmm. first time we had you on the show, and I think every time we've had you on the show, you were living in the Bay Area, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Now you are here in New York. Greatest uh, city in the world. MLS has a new studio, right? Mm -hmm. The the, the last couple years, there's been an active effort to, I think. Put a face on yeah. MLS analyst right? You know, no
1: you, more of your uh, skypes with the cat in the background. Which
3: I, I think that was actually, I thought that was some good content because my <laughs> yeah. cats, my cats both have star power, so I going to work Great that into my next yeah. contract to get the cats into the studio. Got it. <laughs> we need
2: more cats in the background. <laughs> so what? What did that move feel like for you? Because you were uh, very much more, I, I guess. I, I'm the presumption is, uh, you know, journalist, and mm-hmm. then getting on camera, mm-hmm. and now it's like like uh, the face of the league to some degree.
3: It, yeah, it was it was weird because I when I got into sport, I was 14 years old when I started being a sports writer, and like that was it. I never yeah. thought I you would be... You
2: were in the, be... the U15s in journalism yeah, school? I, I was, I
3: was, man. It was big. I was testing myself at yeah. the highest level. I was going up against European a, sports writers yeah. all the time.
1: I got to get my words permitted up, <laughs> man. I think I'm going to get dropped. <laughs> I had no... Like,
3: I, you know, I went to college and I didn't do any video stuff. I didn't do any radio stuff. I never thought I'd be behind a microphone or, you know, behind, you know, in front of a camera, any of that sort of thing. But when I got the job with MLS, it was editing and it was a little bit of writing. And then, you know, five years ago, everybody started to pivot to video. Right. Yeah. And at that point, I had already done, you know, some, uh, we had March to the Match, my, my podcast, which is, does not exist anymore. No. Um, but... I had also started RIP because it was uh, great. Thank you. Um, We started doing some video work as well. And you guys know how it is. It's like same as stand up. You do 200 bad sets before you do one good one. Yes, You need the reps. And I did a thousand bad videos before I (laughs) did one good one. But I ended up getting feedback from a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the the folks in the industry. And people maybe don't know this about guys like Alexi Lawless and Taylor Twellman is like, they are super generous with their time. Like they're, they are probably the two biggest names in American soccer punditry, and I'll throw Stu Holden in there as well. Yeah. And all of them are willing to say, this is what you need to do. Here's how you do it. Do better at this. One, boom, boom, boom. boom. That, and like that helped me get a lot better so that by the time 2017 rolled around, that was like the heart of the pivot to video sure. era, um, which we now know maybe kind of bullshit yeah. Um, yeah. but unless it decided that we were going to invest in this studio and i had a conversation with, with the higher-ups and they were like well right now we're asking you to come back a year from now it's probably not going to be an ask yeah, so yeah. i was like i packed up the cats packed up the wife
2: yeah. <laughs> returned to <laughs> all the, all in the same luggage which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> carry on you know i don't check back <laughs> yeah. okay. Oh, well, all right. well it, it, it is nice to have you here even though you you know it may have not been you know totally your choice yeah i mean i think it would i would have ended up back in new york and i
3: yeah. you know i'm an east coast boy i'm from connecticut after college i immediately moved to york, in new york lived here for a decade and the original move out to the bay area that came as a surprise oh, okay okay that was like we have a job opening Except you have to move across the country And I, I think had,
1: most people listening don't know that MLS was HQ'd in San Francisco At one we point had, It wasn't HQ'd, it
3: was a, a satellite office oh, okay. It was a satellite office specifically of MLSsoccer.com, not of MLS itself got And it. then yeah. that got shut Down in about 2014-15 And I was able to stay out there And work in my underwear from my living room For about, you know, three years Which is a great gig if you ever get a gig like that yeah. and it was yeah. good. Feel free to work in your underwear yeah. here I'm yeah. doing it now <laughs> 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 Nothing stopping you but you yeah. not believe in pants. I don't yeah. say that much. So, no, so coming back to New York was kind of natural and it feels like home. It, yeah. it like it feels like being back home. You know, a ton of my friends are still here and like all the same haunts for the most part still exist. And now, you know, you're older and you're tireder so you you go to bed at you know 1 a.m. instead of 3 or 4 a.m. As you young bucks probably. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> we stay
1: up till 6, 7 in the morning after we nap for four or five hours. <laughs> but, I mean, what is it for you? And I think you get asked this question a lot because you've been around. It seems like I made the joke in the beginning. It seemed like you were there at the ribbon cutting for the first MLS mm-hmm. game. Like, it feels like you've been a part of this. We're at this point now where. Like we're now getting like DP managers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we got Almeida, we've got yeah. the Bauer, we've got all these big names coming in. It seems like something has changed over the last like two or three years. Uh, it's just just honestly, yeah, more money. But also it seems like ever since you got on camera. Yeah, so no, it's true. It we got that. more illustrious. Pays, pays the bills. Yeah, yeah. This is the base. No, yeah. I mean, it's the investment.
3: It, it, the investment is, is is a huge part from from ownership, and um, I think from communities as well. I think communities seem more invested in the teams. You go to you know Seattle or Portland or Atlanta or, or Kansas City, almost all on down the line and and people are just into it in a way that they weren't. And then the other thing is domestic players are so much better now. And there are so many more of them than there were 10 or 15 years ago. But this U 20 squad, it's a bunch of European kids playing. This isn't even the best U 20 squad. We got like Tyler Adams is eligible for Josh Sargent, Jonathan Ammo. James Sands, James Sands. like, and you go down the list. I think you can make a U 20 squad of guys who weren't even on this team. That would be, the ones that were on the team that took the field yesterday and, and beat the hell out of Nigeria. Yeah. That's so wild. The, the, I think that has made it easier for people to easier for the owners to say, okay, you know what? 1.5 million a year for the Academy. Let's do that. You know, 2 million a year for the USL team. Let's do that. Expand the salary cap. Let's do that. Oh, and by the way, Bayern Munich wants to pay us $13 million for our best player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly this makes a lot of financial
2: sense to Yeah. And so I I'm, I'm curious about why is the day of- of, of Matt Doyle, like, right? So, like, I imagine the the people that are mm. like you to me, you're like one of these insiders, mm. right? You know, so I know everything, you, yeah. You, you getting, know, I, you're getting texts, yeah. you know, from players. Am, and I'm scouts. like a human panopticon,
3: <laughs> yeah. I see the future, the past, yeah. all of it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: we, I made this, we made that joke, we just that made that joke, before Raven. Raven. <laughs> we said this before, um, but. The Like to me You're like one of these The Adam Schefter Right mm-hmm. uh, Like you sort of just uh, You're I'm, the guy You go to for that league But you know so much Is it mm-hmm. wh- What is the uh, Like sometimes I'll, I'll see you on Twitter Talking about Very specific players In like the U18s Or U20s And I'm like How does he retain This information yeah. What is he What is How many monitors does, does he have in front of him Right now Doing some Yeah it's <laughs> like when you sleep And a goal gets scored Somewhere you, you move <laughs> He's just like You shuffle around like, I got
1: so,
3: that implant. Yeah. It's very it's cyberpunk, yeah. it's like Johnny Depponic. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: like, what, what, in, you wake up in the morning? What's the first thing that you do? I'm like genuinely curious.
3: I, I open the app and I check the scores and I see what games. Okay, are okay, and okay. Like, and then I do Twitter and then I, you know, do RMLS. Like the, in terms of aggregating content, RMLS is, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, if you're starting a website and you want to be like a soccer content, don't try to be a, a content aggregator because Reddit's gonna beat you. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then I, you know, I have a half dozen sites that I check. Of course, MLS soccer being first, of course, um, out. Yeah, uh, so like, to the flagship. It's exactly yeah, right. yeah. it's exactly what, what you think. I have no other hobbies, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> this is it. like I, I was like, I, I came to New York twenty years ago to be a playwright, but it wasn't actually to be a playwright. It was to meet girls, and I did. I, I ended up meeting my wife because of that, and like that was my other hobby. And once you meet your wife, you don't need to meet other girls. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it, frees it, it frees up a lot of time. A lot of time to watch more soccer yeah. and that's what i that is the story of my life that's it right there
1: i'm gonna ask you a very cool specific question and if you don't want to answer you do not have to mm-hmm. but as comedians sometimes when we have a free time when we have free time and we're in front of our phones uninterrupted we get a chance to check other comedian what they're doing mm-hmm. maybe edit a quick comedy video or something what do you do when you poop like what are you reading <laughs> on your phone I don't know. I know this is probably not what you want to answer, but you can't just be like that's got to be the moment where you shut it off, right? No, really.
3: All my all my best tweets, man. You said,
1: if I'm letting out a banger, active, I'm letting out a banger. <laughs> he's pitching a little bit, squeezing out a good
3: tweet at the same time. That is amazing. I mean, you just don't shut it off, huh? I'm trying to. So this is actually funny because like within the past. Month and a half or so, and then especially over the past week, I've been like, what is Twitter going to do for me? You know, because I, I have a career now, you know, and I, I'm I'm doing pretty well with it. Right. And I, uh, you, you reach more people on Twitter and you engage with people on Twitter. And I still value that. But I I saw a tweet from I think it was Jess Dweck, who you yeah. guys probably know. She's yeah. a, a yeah. great comedy writer. I think she reads Big Mouth. And yeah. A couple of things. Um, she's like, w- why are we on this hell website?" Still, because uh, like the best case scenario is you lose your entire life, yeah, 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 and the yeah. worst case scenario is like you're the sassiest person on Mashable's list of it, <laughs> and, I, yeah. I, I, and that like hit home because it's like you're. Thinking about resigning every time you're sending out a tweet, and then I follow it up after making the decision that I'm going to tweet less and I'm going to engage less. I followed up by coming on this fucking show, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is 100% going to get me fired. Yeah, oh, yeah. Boy. That's
2: our goal. <laughs> We've uh, added to the list of accomplishments. Yeah, that's for right. Us. Uh, Put but, another cross on the wall, Tim. But but it is uh, like so speaking of that, and one thing that you deal with a lot, and I love that you 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 shut people down with it you 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 get the you know the similar to the shut up and dribble yeah uh, stay <laughs> in your going. lane man yeah you get a lot of stick to soccer tweets yeah. and when it's like you know, you're a human being that that uh, just like all of us, we can talk about whatever we want on this public platform. But people get so emotionally uh, attached to what you do that they're like, you, you're not allowed to do anything else. You're like have to stay in this lane, and yeah. you refuse to, and that's yeah. pretty dope.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would struggle, and to be fair, the 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 people at MLS have never said you know, shut this down. You can't tweet about this. Like it's my, it's my personal Twitter account. I do use it to push, you know, the stories that I write or the videos that I do. Right. Um, But it's my personal Twitter account and I'm allowed to have um, my own personal feelings on stuff. Um, I I have tried to be, what's the word? Not quite respectful. No. But like, I, I, I'm
1: like, I, intelligent yeah, yeah. Well, there's no need
2: to be respectful to people who are disrespectful to you <laughs> yeah. like uh, that, there's no uh, as, as comics like I mean we deal with it all the time like right. we literally we're we're putting out we're putting it's a risk yeah. Especially put it in a, a, a joke because you write a joke and that the bio says comedian, but all of a sudden, the, the, if they don't like the joke, then what? What is this hate speech that you yeah. have put out into the world? Yeah. It's like, it's all like,
1: right, I've said stuff where I'm like, if you don't laugh, I basically started a meeting. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not a meeting I want to be part. You know what I mean? Like you have to understand this was satirical. You know? uh,
2: so yeah, this, I, I enjoy more than just the the just the soccer takes. Mm-hmm. You uh, you you see. To be a, a well-rounded human being, mm. uh, and I'm glad that 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 that's is delivered. Yeah, oh, that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally fine. <laughs> He's
1: at home just ripping heads off Barbies. You know?
2: <laughs> um, so, you, do
1: you have a question? Yeah, absolutely. Like when you, when you're watching there's so many things that happen in a league and so many people sort of use you as like, you're the figurehead. You get mm-hmm. to speak for the league now. Like when Ariel Castillo worked there, so mm-hmm. many people would like yell at her mm-hmm. for like Tam. And she's like, guys, what makes you think I have any control over that? Mm-hmm. Like what happens? And not, not even anything major. What happens when something happens that you disagree with, or you also don't like, are you able to voice that opinion? You think? Oh, I've voiced that opinion. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting you say whatever you want. I, I mean, there, there are, there are
3: pretty obvious things that, that, you know, it, I, I don't talk about like, I'm not right. going to go overtly criticize any of the owners uh, who are, you know, m- maybe doing things way differently than I would do. Sure. Um, but I think I've, I tend to be pretty fair about stuff like the quality of play and where the money is being spent and how I think the money should be spent both for now and for the future and stuff like, you know, uh, soccer for all month and pride, this is the pride top yeah, yeah. by yeah. the way, it's which beautiful. Yeah. Like stuff like this makes me, actually proud to be part of the league. And it's, I think they've done a good job um, with a lot of it. I, you know, it's like any other job you can, if you have a good job with a good culture at the, you can, you can be critical. Right. You could say, all right, you know, VP or C-suite executive, here's why this didn't work. And like, we can do that. you just, you gotta be smart about you be it. Smart <laughs> as as
2: well. Can't
1: walk in like this is trash.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be I, I, gentle. I, ben Bear does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I do think like ever since we've been doing this and been more kind of in that world uh, of soccer and American soccer, you sort of. You, you people can get lost in the bubble of like MLS is this monolith of monsters that are trying to just have a stranglehold on yeah some, marionette uh, uh, yeah you know. and it's like then we you know we go to the offices and it's like just it's just people yeah. it's just people is just it trying like to figure it so out. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's <just> so nice <laughs> I mean
3: it's, it's honestly it's just people who want to see soccer succeed and I think there's a dividing line I don't know exactly where it is but I. You know, I grew up without a top tier soccer league in the U.S. I, you know, I went to college before MLS existed. I remember what it was like and I remember what it was like, especially those first six, seven years when every day was existential was like, are we going to have a league tomorrow? And the the story that I think you guys know, I think most people know now is, um, you know, in 2001, the answer was almost no. Yeah. And then, you know, Lamar Hunt and Phil Anschutz and Bob Kraft came through and, you know, Don Garber came up with the plan and they were able to save the league and that's, you know, 17 years ago. So this is still very much or 18 years ago. This is very much living memory. Um, I, and I think that that fear and desperation, um, still fuels a lot of it because like, oh my God, what if it what if it doesn't last? Like it's, there are a lot of people who still work at MLS who remember that. And I think that's why we've seen what's frankly been a slow growth plan over 23 years. But if you look where it is now compared to where it was three, four years ago, it doesn't really feel like slow growth anymore. It feels like we've Hyperdrive. It's kind I, of don't, been I don't think hyperdrive yet, but like we're at least into fourth gear at yeah, this yeah. point, you know, and we'll see what happens. You know, 2020 is the CBA. 2022 is the next uh, media rights deal. Yeah. That's, that's when maybe things,
1: especially hit. with the 2026 World Cup coming up. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. There's a lot that's going to happen. And Hopefully
3: we'll make the 2022 World Cup. It's freaking time. Okay, cross our yeah. fingers, <laughs> please. Uh, we thought that was the end of our show, <laughs> but luckily
1: Phil Anschutz called us. <laughs> so uh, when I look at when I look at one of the things that in, is sort of and Christian already alluded to it that sort of you do so well, better than anybody else, I think on Twitter, me too. Is yeah. You, yeah, of course, which is the greatest. Uh, you actually take. So I can watch youth players and go, wow, that guy's well, but you can explain to me how he's, how he's, how he's good at his job. You know what I mean? You can explain. So Pax and Pomichol, right. Mm -hmm. To, To pick someone, it seems like I'm watching this kid play and I'm like, it seems like he's the kind, like, this is, like, a different type of player we've developed now yeah. than we have in the past. And maybe we've we've hit some, like, lucky strikes with certain players. This seems like someone who, like, we developed a great player. We didn't just find a needle yeah. in a haystack. Um, what, do you, what are you seeing in the youth side? What do you see, like, out of guys like Timo Wea and Paxical, Bomacol, uh, uh, and others, some Paxical, i just Pax, that up. Paxical, I mean, yeah. that's pretty good. <laughs> just, and, uh, yeah, another name. Um, uh, what do you see when you see some of these players and some of the other ones coming up? Is this, is this a fool's like, like, is this no, a, a great white hype? No, it's
3: not. It, we, we've turned a corner in terms of youth development over the last, but we're seeing the fruits of the labor over the last three, four years. Um, it started really in 2007 with the USSDA initiative and then the, uh, the MLS homegrown Academy initiative, homegrown initiative, um, and that the amount of investment into coaching and then into scouting and identifying um, good young players is huge. It was dwarfed anything that came before it. So you're able to find guys like Paxical and, uh, you know, Chris Richards, Weston McKinney, all, you know, go on down the, just in FC Dallas. And suddenly you're looking at like, four five six seven eight guys who might all be 10 million dollar players or more and you put them in the environment where they're playing together but they're also competing together and this happened in dallas and it happened with the red bulls and it happened with sporting kansas city and seattle and the galaxy and you know suddenly you know there are 15 places in the u.s right where you're doing this that i mean that's huge and then Once you have that, you also have the ability to get these teams to play each other during the year. And suddenly they're playing better competition. And then also you're bringing Real Madrid and Boca Juniors and Ajax into the Dallas Cup and the Generation Adidas Cup, and they're playing those guys. And there's not this barrier between American soccer and the world. And then this is on top of the age of Internet. When I grew up, I could I got – 30 minutes of soccer made in Germany every week and whatever I could find on the Spanish channels or the Italian channel, which wasn't a lot, these kids are growing up. They can watch soccer 24 seven. So there's no amount of, or there's no type of skill and there's no type of like tactical concept that is foreign to them. And you could see the difference in that just from the 2013 U 20 team versus this current U 20 team that just went out and they, they played Nigeria, which is always one of the best and most entertaining teams at the U-20 level the U S played them off the field and they didn't do it by being bigger, stronger, faster. They did
1: it by being more technical and more tactical and having more fucking sauce. Yeah, like yeah.
3: they were stunting <laughs> on those guys. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome.
1: Which has always been like the rub against American soccer. It's like they're bigger, they're faster. What is that? I think Sir Alex Ferguson said they have square feet, but they can run forever. <laughs> I didn't like that. that. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. They can only go <laughs> forward, left or right, but they can keep running. So they'll be in like the 80th, yeah. you know, on something like you, you make them tired. Yeah. Which, last them. Yeah. 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 Last them, and now it seems like we're developing dudes who are out there just like, like you said, they're using that other that other uh, you know thumb and the right analog <laughs> thing. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. thing. We're like, okay, <laughs> right. yeah. 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 And, and
3: Pommacall is a, a good example. You know, there are other great examples on this current U twenty team, um, and it like the last U twenty team made the quarterfinals. It, Christian Polisic and Weston McKenney were eligible for that team and didn't play. And we made the quarterfinals without those two guys. And, you know, we saw Josh Sargent was like 16, 17 for that tournament. And he was out there, you know, holding the ball up and then doing these slick little turns against guys who have like
2: Serie A experience. Yeah. Well, it, there, there was just, uh, Atlanta United just won the Man City Cup, right, against, their 14s, uh, uh, yeah. against, Rayados and so yeah. you're sort of just seeing that, that the world is sort of acknowledging that the growth, uh, the, the quality is higher, especially at the younger levels and, and, which is why they come here to begin with. Right. Yeah. To, uh, to, I, to, I mean, it's yeah. uh,
3: Borussia Dortmund. They weren't scouting Christian Pulisic
2: at 15 by accident.
3: Yeah. They know that there's talent here. You know, like Schalke didn't find Weston McKenney by accident. They know that they're like, when Georgia Costa was the backup playmaker on our last U17 team, he's with Boca Juniors.
1: Yeah. Like that. That's not nothing. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just, it seems like we're in a different world now. I remember when I, I could follow along the Americans, like youth players in Europe, the yeah. Americans abroad, and now it's like impossible. I'm hearing names. I'm like, I've never heard that name before. Yeah. Like I, just, I was like, yeah, it's Haji right?" And then there's like, you know, this guy. And now there's like names. I'm like, what? We have a 12 year old in Barcelona? <laughs> <laughs> like what's happening?
2: It's all I, happening so fast.
1: Where Do we see a world where these players... Skip MLS still or they help build MLS because we're moving into this league of like selling league. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Are we going to be like Portugal where like no one knows? I think that would be a great next step.
3: If 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 MLS could become, like Portugal, a little more balanced, right? Because Portugal really only has two good yeah. teams. Benfica and Sporting. Uh, no. No, no. Benfica and Porto. Porto. <laughs> sporting, sporting's yeah. been terrible yeah, for like my 20 bad. years. Sorry. Shouts <laughs> um, to everyone in the Iron <laughs> Mountain section. <laughs> um, like, it, but, like, a little more balanced, but the idea being that we can take our our great players and like with Paxton Pomacall or Brendan Aronson in in Philly, or obviously Tyler Adams or James Sands, we could get them on the field at age 17, 18, because we've given them pro training since the time they were 13 or 14. They're not, they're not coming from college. They're not like they're under no illusions as to what's expected at this level. They're going to go out there and they're going to do it. And then Benfica or, PSV or Hanover is going to see that and they're going to say, Oh, you're $7 million. We'll take that kid. Mm -hmm. You know, like that is a great stop for ML. In in fact, it's a necessary step because if the league doesn't take that step, we're not going to sign the next Christian Pulisic because every kid still wants to play in Europe as they should. It's the highest level. So, We have to like the league has to prove that as it was for Alfonso Davies and Tyler Adams and Matt Miazga, that this is the stop that you should make on your way to playing in the best leagues of the world, because we'll get you there faster than signing for peanuts for like a third division German
2: team. We will get you there. And this is important. All right. So uh, I want to ask a couple questions uh, that our Gully Squad members uh, have posted. Shout out so, to Gully Squad. Uh, so we want to... Okay, so some, some of these are great. I haven't vetted all of them, so mm-hmm. some of them might be weird. Uh, so uh, this is from Neil Gavoni, friend Neil Gavoni, NYCFC fan. Great Legend. dude. Great dude. Uh, he, he has two questions. First one, how, how have you seen MLS Twitter evolve and what teams slash fans are best at throwing shade? And this is great because as far as comedians, we're sort of seeing mm-hmm. the, the bar, not just the quality of the, the soccer, the quality of these social media teams and making funnier sort of things and like having kind of beef even between each other, it's been a bit more popular. How have you? What has been your opinion on that? I think that,
3: like, from a team perspective, everything that I'm seeing in MLS Twitter, um, like, clearly has been influenced by the NBA. NBA yeah. Twitter is, is the most amazing yeah. thing in the world. And I think a lot of the the social teams have sort of woken up to that. And, excuse me. And you see it like the stuff RSL has done this year yeah, has been amazing, freaking hilarious. And you know you see some of that around the league. I think um, Portland, Portland, is Portland yeah, yeah, Portland and Seattle over the last couple of years. Yeah. And it was the Shooting Stars video, of the yeah. Galaxy. Great. They got in trouble for that. Now look <laughs> at where we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's been big. As for Um. You know, as for the fan bases themselves, oh, the uh, savages, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I use the mute function <laughs> literally, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that, you know, and, and maybe this is, uh, uh, you know, my, my, my roots coming back to me, but I, I still think the Red Bulls fans are the most. Hilarious goddamn people In the world Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
2: a, it's a it's a Straight up New York cynicism That is a little different Maybe, maybe New Jersey cynicism Maybe New Jersey also, <laughs> <Yeah>. also. <laughs> There's definitely A Port Authority influence In there yeah. you, you do feel it Especially you know uh, Dealing with like Atlanta fans yeah. and It's just like You know they, they It's almost like They don't want They hate when there's a, a, An expansion team in MLS It's like no This is, this is oh, Stop yeah. bringing oh, new someone people Someone else to, On their way To try to get a
1: cup You know what I
2: mean Like they They're prepared for for uh, uh, Neil's second question was uh, This is a, a Fuck marry kill scenario yeah. I mean, uh Andrew Weeby Andrew Weeby David Goss And Bobby Warshaw F Mary kill <laughs> Tough scenario yeah. I don't know I don't know if this is gonna make it weird In the office You don't even have to answer Woo. But the question had to be asked I, like, I
3: will I will say this one Obviously you would marry David Goss Of okay. those three Just
1: for the hummus alone.
3: Just for the <laughs> That's literally what I said. I, I, like we have such similar tastes yeah. in food that I could live a long and happy life with David Gus. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay, but that's very all right. That's very and sweet. The question is not answered beyond <laughs> there. Be there. You, go. You, t- you figure out the <laughs> other two. Uh,
3: the other part's going to the, the disciplinary committee for the rest yeah, of the question. Yeah, you can't marry we
1: because he's going to try to put a baby aside too <laughs> <you> before.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. so uh, this uh, the, my most serious. One, what franchise? This is from uh, Nick Harris. He goes, uh, "What one franchise uh, that needs? What is one franchise that needs a reboot? Ch- Chicago is thinking of it, but there's not another team that needs one as well. This is pro- probably do, do any teams need reboots? Or how do you f- sort of feel about? Uh, uh, that? I mean, there's
3: like there's no mystery that like teams like uh, like the Fire and like the Revolution are struggling a little bit both in the standings and." with the stadium situations and with getting, you know, people out to the games, I think almost NYCFC, we could put them in that, in that category as well. Um, all three of them, then like, I I think New York city, if you put, you know, a a soccer specific stadium, just South of of Yankee stadium, or maybe out at Willets point wherever, somewhere in the five boroughs, I think it would make such a huge difference. And it's the same thing for the fire, right? There are, Dozens of spots in Chicago Which has a little more room um, Than than New York does There are dozens of spots where like, If they're able to get a stadium built I think it would be spectacular Boston's a tough one Boston's a really tough one because yeah. There's not a lot of room in Boston, no, so it's a tiny city. Yeah, the crafters is going to have to get really, really creative. But I think for all like those that, three, you were saying they're going to have to get crafty. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> just by tight. <type. laughs> Do you know how hard that was to have to sit through? <laughs> all right, just knock down Fenway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Next up, this is from uh, Melanie Isbell. She says, uh, I "Have an FC Dallas related question. Which FC Dallas team was stronger? The uh, uh, the Hinman, the uh, skeleton she- Hinman." Thomas uh, 2010 team, or uh, Pareja's uh, 2016 team? Oh, 2016. Okay. 2016 by a mile. That team,
3: they won the Supporter Shield in U.S. Open Cup double, and I think you guys know, I'm a Supporter Shield truther. Yeah. I believe the best team in any given season is the team that wins the support, the support of Sheila? Okay.
2: Rebel fans, you won three times. There You're you the go. champions. Yeah.
3: Like, like <laughs> honestly, it's eight great months of soccer yeah, versus
1: yeah. one great, month. even though some teams slow it down at the end of the season and prepare for the playoffs. Yeah.
3: I mean, well, I mean, that is the art, one of the arguments against it. And I understand that, but like this year with the, the change in the playoff format, I don't think anybody's going to be slowing it down because it's, you know, one and done. Home field advantage the the whole way. So it's gonna be fire. I yeah, can't wait for it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But that twenty sixteen team, they won the supporters shield, they won the U.S. Open Cup. And if Mauro Diaz hadn't gotten hurt, because remember he did his Achilles right at the yeah, end of yeah, that yeah. year, I think they might have won the treble.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like
3: that that team was really, really good. The twenty ten team, they were really good. I mean, they made MLS Cup, but that was not it's just, it was not as complete a team. I don't think Shellis is as good a coach as Oscar. And it wasn't, frankly, as talented an era in MLS okay. in MLS history. Like, they they would compete, but they wouldn't be an elite team. These yeah, days. it's
2: kind of difficult to even compare any current or uh, around this time MLS team to anybody five, ten years ago. It's just yeah. like yep. the, the the money wasn't there, the quality wasn't there. Yeah, yep. and I think this year will change everything. But it used to be that if you tried really hard to win uh,
1: the Supporter Shield, that hurt you going into the playoffs. Yeah. Because you have you were victorious before the playoffs, where everyone else is like, yo, we got to win this thing. And like you come in hot, you know what I mean? And you try to catch heat during the playoffs. So, you know, it's sort of like the synapses in your brain fire that you've already succeeded right. before going into the playoffs. That's never, I don't think that's always Can you the make the an best. excuse for the Red Bulls? Is that what you're doing? Not really. What I'm trying to say <laughs> is stop trying to win a goddamn supporter shield, yo. <laughs> win that cup, my they guy. Don't look
3: like, they don't look like they're trying to win it this year. Yeah. <laughs> <them>. <laughs> they certainly sold it at the beginning of the season,
2: right? <laughs> okay. Well, Wow, well, this is from Yusuf. Yusuf Ricard. Uh, he says, uh, "What are the next three financial structure changes the league can make to influence more club spending?" So, I- examples like salary cap removal. I don't. He made a joke here, but I don't necessarily get it. Uh, so I'm not going to say it because it might be offensive. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Yeah, uh, You're a suit. Come on. <laughs> he said,
1: or selling Robert Kraft to enter Miami for Tam. Oh boy.
2: Yeah, it's not- that's why. I mean. <laughs> I don't get the I know what the joke is but whatever. I didn't yeah. want to put Matt in a weird place. Anyway, uh any financial uh sort of structure changes uh, anything do you think uh, should like removing the salary cap? Is that a thing that uh, They're you- not going to remove the salary cap.
3: Okay. There's there's not in fact I think you'll see a salary cap in Europe before Ooh. you see MLS remove the salary cap. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That That's going to happen within the next 10 or 15 years for sure. Hot Um, take. Yeah. Right. Well, Um, whatever country does that is just going to be at a disadvantage. I don't think anyone's uh, going to do that. I mean, it's not going to be one country. It's going to be that European super league. Like that's inevitable. That's going to happen. Wow. Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. We've talked about it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like, why would they not? Why does, why, why does uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid want to share their money with Levante? and here yeah. like, you like what is It's yeah. is not it doesn't work for them anymore and like i it's going to kill me because i love domestic soccer but like business makes the decision business yeah, for drives sure. the bus um for for mls i i, I suspect that the players union is going to fight pretty hard to get gam and tam rolled into the salary cap yeah um and then Expanded and like to me that's the big thing like just expand the salary cap up to X amount. I would guess somewhere between like 13 to 15 million dollars would probably be a a pretty logical step forward Um, and do that and keep the three DPS and then you could have a team. You could basically have Sporting Kansas City's team Plus Zlatan Plus Carlos Vela Plus whoever You know Bastian Schweinsteiger So you get the best Of both worlds Where you're paying Young talent From the Americas Enough Where they want to come here And they want to stay here For a few years Before you sell them on Or guys like Diego Valeri Who came here at 26 And is like He's obviously good enough For most teams in the world But he wanted the lifestyle here He wanted to Like So you could get those guys But you could also get The high Level. I mean, Lionel Messi is going to play in MLS in the next three or four years. You could still get him and surround him by really good players. All right, you heard it
2: here first. Wow. Man, breaking news. <laughs> Down
1: Man. with Europe, up with Lionel Messi.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, two more. Uh, they, they, they might be kind of long, but we'll see. Uh, okay, so this is from Mike Thomas. So Mike Thomas uh, supports the show. He's a big fan of us, but he's also a big fan of you guys. So he, he, he tweets at you a lot. So he's yeah. a Philly Union fan. Uh, and so you'll uh, he'll mention it and you'll know who's actually who I'm talking about when that happens. But he goes, if the 24 MLS rosters were flipped with the top 24 Euro team rosters, would MLS... Instantly be labeled the best league in in the world, or would there still be a substantial amount of people that refuse to accept it? And, and he also asked, would the roster flip cause instant sellouts stateside and basically require NFL size stadiums for MLS teams, or would we still have most of the league in twenty ish, twenty uh, k ish soccer specific stadiums? That's a really good question. It's yeah. a
3: really because I like there are people on both sides of the pond who I talk to who are like, if you swapped. LAFC for, you know, Brighton. Yeah. I mean, better than that. Like Borussia Mönchengladbach. Yeah. Like you, you would not be able to tell the difference. Now I think the top 24 teams in the world, I think you would be able to just see it. I think most fans would be able to like you. Yeah, for sure. But like, once you get like, once you get past the top six, in the Premier League, once you get past the top, you know four in the
1: Bundesliga. Once you get past the top one in League One, <laughs> <laughs> I
3: think I think that I think you would have to be a pretty discerning fan. I think you would have to okay. be a pretty discerning fan. Um, not to say that the top teams in MLS are necessarily top eight in the Premier League or top five in the Bundesliga. I don't think that we have quite as much through the middle of the roster mm. or at the tail end just Death yet. Death is also an issue. Yeah. Um, But I think that I don't think that there's a world of difference. I really don't. And the same goes for Liga MX. Like the, if you look at Liga MX, compare, like if you took, you know, the fourth best team in Liga MX and you put them in the Eredivisie or, you know,
1: Portugal. Oh, Tigres would eat that league up. Oh, yeah. Yeah
3: yeah, Like like Tigres would have finished third In the Eredivisie Behind Ajax Who we all know What Ajax And PSV yeah. yeah You know And like They would have been Neck and neck With Porto and, and Benfica this. Like that's That's just the truth Of soccer in the Americas Right now And I think that there are uh, A lot of people Who see that And appreciate that um, There are a vocal amount Of people Who don't see that And definitely don't appreciate it <laughs>
2: Yes <laughs> And the last one This is from Kyle Knight And I just want to give a shout out To Kyle Knight uh, Lives in Indiana Just recently had uh, there was a tornado uh mm. it, near his home and it, it was actually very serious and, and dangerous but he's okay and his family's okay Good, i'm glad so, yeah
1: they were clearing out rubble with like snow plows yeah so kyle house, I'm, yeah. I'm glad
2: everything's okay so uh but he, he asked uh kyle asked what uh what's one of your fa- your favorite moments from covering soccer covering the game oh. anything that stands out yeah like, i mean outside of being on this show obviously yeah i mean this is <laughs> let him say <laughs> <it>. <laughs> this is an easy number one yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: um we beat slot time.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good ones, um, that I've had. I mean, on a personal, I went to the university of Connecticut and we won the national championship in 2000 and, um, you know, I was working for the school paper when that happened. Like, so I was there and I watched it happen. Like that was dope. Um, just on a personal level, um, the This is corny, but the Beckham game at, at MetLife Stadium or whatever it was called, Giant Stadium, yeah, Uh 12 years ago. I think it was his first trip to New York. It was his first year in the league.
1: 68,000 people were there. The lead-up, the anticipation for him going to New York yeah. and playing here was just like nothing. I went to a 94 World Cup game, yeah, and that game, the lead-up to that game was more fever pitch than the lead-up to... I think I saw Italy, Ireland. Which was... An amazing game. Yeah, incredible and game. And it was 95% Irish in the yeah. I was yeah. at that game, too. Oh, were yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I remember coming out of the game, and then that's when they were all talking about the bomb that went off in Ireland. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I remember that, because yeah, yeah. everyone was, like, turning the radios on in the cars. Yeah. I remember everyone was putting on sunblock, and I'm like, guys, I'll be fine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys need to worry about the sunblock. I went with, like, an Irish family who had tickets. It was insane. I yeah. remember the lead-up to that game was wild. It yeah. made me fall in love with soccer, uh, almost as much as playing, like, FIFA and stuff. The lead up to the Beckham game it's where you, amazing. I want you to finish your story, but like that was like, Whoa, yeah,
3: it was an event. It was an event that like the whole city and we, you know, New York is still really weird in a lot of ways. And in, in that this whole city doesn't get behind much, right? The whole city got behind the idea of this. And there were 65,000 or 68,000 people there. And most of them probably had never been to a Metro stars or Red Bull game at that point. Um, but there was a lot of red in the crowd and that game ended up being five to four and it was out of control. It wasn't great soccer, (laughs) but it was great entertainment and it was completely out of control. Uh, So being at that, well, I guess I didn't cover that game because you asked what the best thing I covered. I didn't cover that game. I went to that one as a fan, Um, you know, covering MLS cups is always super special. I guess I'll say this Um, in 2016 I, I covered, uh, Toronto versus Seattle. That, that MLS, Cup. which is where we met. Which, which is where, where, that's right, met. Yeah, where yeah. we met. And and I watched the the game with Ziggy Schmidt. I thought you were going to say that's what. <laughs> go ahead. You watched the game with Ziggy Schmidt. Yeah. I watched the game with Ziggy and um, like it, he had just been fired yeah. by yeah, Seattle, yeah. and he you know he was a legend there and everything. And these this was still his team. These were his guys. Brian Schmetzer is his assistant. You know, Kurt Schmidt, his son, was still working for the team, and you know he had. Relationships with the fans and everything and and watching Ziggy with it, uh, watching it with Ziggy um, at the end, you could see how moved he was and how um, emotional he was about the win and what it meant for his people, his team, all of that. But he was also like he literally said, fuck I wanted to give this to them so bad. Right. And he wasn't saying it to me. He wasn't saying it to the other, but he was just, he was just exclaiming. And you realize the competitive edge that these guys have and the, the raw son of a bitchery. It's it took to stick with American soccer for half a century and try to build it into something that matters, not just here, but in the world. People like Ziggy did that, and to be there for that moment, I I will never forgive that. I, I I just will never forget
2: that. That's awesome. Yeah, like we we talk about that just because I you know i I think the I used to go to Metrostars games yeah. and casually Red Bulls games and stuff like that, but i never, I never was I was connected to like just that game and I never f- knew much about the league and then ever since we've been doing this and hearing stories especially about uh, about Siggy and all these other people and like the the, the sacrifices made yeah. the contributions made to the growth of the sport in this country, and you hear about it and and even just hearing you talk about it it's just like man it's like there's so much here that we you know even maybe in our lifetimes it won't be appreciated. But people like you Even yeah. just sharing the story Will help more people Be yeah. kind of like, I- It interested just makes and the world inspired. Aware of what, what's happened yeah.
1: Because You know Son of a bitchness And all that Like all that That It's just the balls It takes to say like Nah I'ma build this Yeah, yeah. And knowing you probably Won't get the appreciation I remember there was like A movie awards Where Beckham was in there And I think Judson Timberlake was on the mic And he said like Oh and Beckham's here Thank you for coming here And making soccer This much more important And I remember thinking to myself Like you have no clue Yeah It's a great joke I get yeah. it You have no no clue the amount of people that are back there just pushing this rock up a hill do or die. You know what I mean? And it's just so dope to see where we're going Cause like We're at a point now Where we, we're we not looking Up a hill anymore I feel like we're starting To see the
2: turn of that hill Yeah And it's yeah. so dope To be a part of it Now hopefully Well pushing the rock Up the hill Is the most exercise That Alexis have ever gotten so. <laughs> No, No it's, a, it's also what Christian Does on a week to week Basis with me But like hopefully We've added some levity To this whole that thing That is all we're Trying to do man So uh Matt Doyle Thank you so much for And we will get That chopped cheese Oh yeah uh, It gotta, will happen that. that has we to happen do. Okay cool Um Matt Doyle Thank you so much For joining us On the show uh, let people know where they can follow you and see your work As if they don't know yeah. A-
3: Everything I do is at uh, MLSsoccer.com You can follow me on Twitter if you want But truth is, I've probably already muted you So don't do yeah. that. <laughs> don't
2: even worry about it Also, sneak us into an uh, extra time Okay, <laughs> Get us in there uh, Okay, so uh, Matt, you know how we end this show mm. Every single time So, uh, for Matt Doyle My name is Christian Polanco I'm Alexis Guerrero at- And together, what are we?
1: The cool again.